The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Around the corners, Big Dick Toledo. We're off and running for yet another day where everybody is, uh, you know, you know, the only people that have won in this year's March Madness are the four schools in the Final Four and uh, Vegas. I mean, there's nobody... With a 37 bracket. out of 20 million. Yeah, it's it, it still have something to do. And those people with. probably filled out 50 different yeah, brackets. It's insane how unpredictable that thing usually is. And then this year it's just done. There's just nothing. There's four teams that nobody expected. Uh, first time ever there isn't a one, two, or three seed. And it, it makes sense to me that this is going to be the norm now because you can't seed a bunch of sophomores and figure out who's going to be better. The, it used to be easy to say who was the better team. There were. Teams that had that used to have seniors, four seniors, or and you know, like a, an upstart freshman that barely, you know. Now you have to play four blue chip freshmen to be. So you don't know if it, Florida Atlantic has a team that's worth a while uh, during the season because it's a bunch of eighteen year olds that just get hot at the right time. Just make the tournament. That's it. And man, oh man, there's so much money going around back and forth, FanDueling and. Uh, Vegas and the sports book. When I was there for the first weekend of this thing, I didn't real. It's the it's second to the Super Bowl as far as attendance. First as far as gambling on live events, it's more than the Super Bowl, which is incredible. Well, it, would, it would also make sense because you're also going two weeks. No, no, first least, weekend. Just the first opening weekend, weekend is bigger than the so Super Bowl. So then it's got to be humongous. Oh, the that. whole thing is yeah. way beyond that. Billions and billions of dollars. Uh, the back and forth they go, and uh, and then you start looking at the, you know, CBS. It's a two billion dollar win for them every year. There's never a. They're never worried about. Oh, geez, we lost Duke. This they they've created a system where teams you've never heard of are more fun to watch than the ones you know. Like this, this you know, these teams that you're like, oh my god, a the nine Kansas seed. State game. Yeah, you don't know who any of these people. It doesn't matter. No, the the average Joe doesn't pay attention to college basketball. Until this goes. It's the most amazing business model of all time that even when things are unfamiliar, it becomes better. It's never, it, in any other sport, it's never a thing. Like right now, the NBA's got a, a potential Denver versus Milwaukee finals matchup. That's their one and one. A nightmare for them to have those two teams in the finals in June. It's their crown jewel, it's their ratings bonanza. A nightmare. And it's two outstanding teams. Nobody watches Denver and Milwaukee during the year. It's you want a New York, you want LA, you want bigger markets. Denver, Milwaukee is just like ugh. We're gonna our national ratings are gonna get clobbered, like when San Antonio kept winning championships and no one watched. But with the NCAA, schools you've never heard of become better. 
you, you get fans of things like you know, that million year old nun that followed that t- team around a couple years ago, and yeah. that was the story. No one remembers a name from it. It's crazy, and money just flying out the door. And then they wonder, uh, you know, how come these kids that make these NIL deals for two? What are we going to do about holding that down? That one of these kids makes a million dollars a year. Ugh. You gave them $45,000 worth of free school, and you made $2 billion on a tournament. Yeah, with look at the revenue <laughs> Knock you made. it off. Knock off saying paying these kids is detrimental to the future of the sport. I mean, figure out a way to pay them better than you are. But And again, it's been great because essentially it just allowed some of the sluttier female athletes to go on OnlyFans and start making cash and not get kicked off the team. It used to be they had to, and this is true. I watched a lady on TV a while ago say, uh, while she was a college athlete, and I forget what sport, swimming or something, while she was a college athlete, she actually turned to prostitution. And they, they can't catch her. There's no record of the cash exchange. And she's like, I turned to prostitution to, to actually get meals, to have money in my pocket to eat. She would bang old dudes. And she wasn't like a high-end prostitute. It was like, I just need some food. So she would offer her body, which was fit, right. fit as a fiddle as a swimmer. To be like these older guys in the uh, in the area that I'd get five or six clients and well, it's the oldest profession, you know. It works. Stick with it. It is back in the day. It works. Yes, it gets you cash, ladies. If you still does it's to your, this day, your yes. currency is near your mm-hmm. pockets, but not in it. You you have you have the ability to make money. You got that wallet at all times. Yeah, you can fill it too. Back in the day, I remember you know high state. They would. Um, find jobs for the football players in the summers. Right. And they just sign up and, uh, yeah, we'll put you on the payroll here. Um, all you got to do is turn the sprinklers on at right. the uh, golf course, but get eight hours. Well, the old rule was uh, any athlete on scholarship wasn't allowed to make more than $1,200 a year. And that lasted up until about six years ago. Yeah. $1,200 a year. And if they got anything more, they'd lose their scholarship. Like, nope, you're getting free this, this, and this. And they'd get food, but it was a ticket for a meal a day. That's where the cash thing came in. Of course it did. <laughs> that makes tons of sense when you're, you know, you need 7,000 calories a day to eat because you're working so hard for the school, and they're like, oh, you get your meal ticket. And if you figure something else out, let us know about it. Because if you're getting free meals, we'll get you kicked off the team. So then, you know, naturally... Old dudes would show up with tons of cash in a car and go, I can give you a ride to someplace if you want, but you got to blow me. And these guys were doing it because prostitution is always the answer for the desperate young mind. And it works. As I get older, I've, ta- I've talked to some people this weekend at the Suns game. And, uh, you know, I think once you get into your 40s and you start to realize, ah, I wasn't the only one doing that, uh, people just spill their guts. A lady this weekend told us... Uh, a story about how, for a little while there, it wasn't the proudest moment of her life, but she needed some cash in college, and she met a guy, and she was dating him, and then realized, oh, he's he's got a second life. He's a married man. He's living here. He travels here. And then she said, well, I don't want to do this to the families. of I'm going to hurt other people. And he goes, how about if I just make this transactional? She's like, you know what? All right. She said, so he took care of her for a while. She was, I never took a, uh, you know, cash payment, but I got things, you know, like gifts. Rent was paid, a new apartment, uh, some right. furniture for the apartment, and it was just like, just you're, you're, you don't mean anything to me. And she was like, you know what? That's how it had to be. And she, said, I'm like, my God, you were a hooker. She goes, yes, technically, but it was only with one guy. And I'm like, justify it all you want. Yeah. That's hookering. 
fantastic story, though. And then I think people just kind of get open with like, yeah, I might have used it for money a few times. I had a girl do it, uh, an intern at The Zone years ago. Well, we're just, you know, having a, we were at a Sonic drive through for God's sakes. So, or not drive through but, you know, you sit in one of those Sonic things, and she offered it up to, I'm broke. I am dead. I can't even afford this. And I'm like, I got it. You're good. I can't. I can't even do it. I feel bad. She goes, I need money now. And I didn't know that she was setting me up to say the next thing she said, but it was a straight-up offer. Like, if you want to do this. I can do something for it. For a few bucks. Wow. I'm, I'm like... Could have got a handy for a slushy or what? I mean, yeah, you get a cherry limeade and all. I got really, you you know these cherry limeades are expensive. The forty four, you're going to the forty four ouncer here. Throw in tots, you get back yeah. door. Oh my oh, god, man. the tots! I could have done anything I wanted to this. Ravaged her body for some tots in a round forty four. Could have made it happen. <laughs> There's over a million flavors. We could have gone back every day, at least three times a day. <laughs> yeah, and then you start realizing that it's probably more prevalent than you know. And so that was the code down the hallway where I was working out here. Yeah. Hey, do you want to go to Sonic? We're going to Sonic again. <laughs> We're going to come back a little wobbly. I didn't because she was a strange bird. That was a different one. That'll do it. Yeah. Smoke show? Uh, no. Okay. Huge cans. So for a few seconds, you'd think to yourself, maybe I want to see those. And then. Well, maybe not a 44 ounce, 32 ounce yeah. possibly, though. And then you realize you're going to end up with like. You're going to be drowned in uh, Sonic slushy. Someday you're going to be in the machine. It's ha- happy hour. $2 <laughs> special. That was my buddy a few uh, a couple of years ago. An intern at his work called. Do you have any more internships? He goes, no, we filled them this fall. Oh. Do you need to, do you want to be uh, my sugar daddy for a little bit? And he goes, what does that entail? She gave him a rundown on the menu and the prices. And he goes, absolutely. <laughs> Took her up on it. Single guy at the time. She'd show up every other Friday. I think the price was $400. You'd do whatever you want to do. He goes, I was going to spend more on that, trying to date girls and not get laid. So this works for me because I don't, I don't have a lot of time. You could budget it. She moved away because the guy, uh, the, another one of her clients got her an apartment and gave her twelve grand a month to be That'll do it. available. 12, I would do that. Twelve grand a month to and and an apartment. And all I have to do is sit around and wait for that dude to show up every once in a while. <laughs> Sign me up. What do you think the numbers on that are? How many? How many women have done it in their lives? Well, just going on right now, that kind of situation. Prostitutes? 100%. 12 grand a month. Every year. Se- apartment. Go, I'd venture to say, I don't know how many like detailed deals that. Yeah. I would venture to say that every woman has used it for a payoff at one point. Every single one has, and, and every, oh, I've never done, even with your husband, every single one of you has used it as a form of payment for something you wanted. All of them. Yeah. You can't help it. You got too much power. I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't either. I would use it like crazy. Absolutely. I would manipulate the hell out of people. I would be a dangerous vagina. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be the world's most dangerous vagina. If it was attached to this face, oof. I'd have to it really be extra dangerous. I'd have to be super powerful. I'd have to look. I know it's not much to look at here, but wait till you get a load of this thing. Oh, I'd be at home manicuring, polishing, constantly keeping it up. It would be like a like an old uh, muscle car. I'd be under there 
work in the undercarriage. It would be parked up on mirrors so you could see under it. Oh, it would be a beautiful on display at all times. You never know when it's going to get used. I would be a dangerous owner. Get some Petrus cans put in. Yeah. You know, Constantly great. in masks, yeah. keeping it real sexy. <laughs> oh, this thing would be filtered in every photo. You would be blown away. It would look like, a, look like just brand spanking new. Occasionally whip it out and disappoint somebody because it's going to have some flaws. But yeah, I, I would. I've, I've said that to women before. They hate hearing it. I, you you have absolutely used it to manipulate for goods and services at least once in your life. At least, and once is such a low bar. I would probably venture to say that ten times would be about the limit for all of them. That's a that's a decent woman that she's only done it ten or eleven times. That she's only gone, well, I know what I know what I can get if I just give this thing up. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. And late and like Brett said, that's a good one right there. That's what mm-hmm. you should be doing. So anyway, to all you prostitutes and all us idiot payers, let's just be a little more open and honest about the world, because I think it's great. And if you want a uh, you know, a cherry limeade, I'm your man. <laughs> let's drive on over there. This will be fun. Uh, another thing that happened this weekend, and I, I just can't wait for this to blow up in everyone's face, one way or the other, uh, there's now the term digital blackface, which I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it is now, uh, there's a movement to make it the same almost as blackface or racism for white people to use um, emojis or uh, uh, you know memes or anything else of a black person. So let's say Brett does something that's funny, and I send back a little meme of that guy who said, they're raping everybody up in here. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Very popular, you know, crazy, over-the-top, wacky black guy who said something about, hide your children, hide your parents, hide your husbands, hide they're raping everybody up in here. And it was a very funny viral video. If, in fact, I use that and send it to Brett, he can now technically go to HR and say, this is digital blackface. He's... He's uh, white guy sending sending black memes to people. And it's now, if you look at the comments, I thought it would be all like, oh, woke this, woke that. It was pretty, you know, in the article I read, it was pretty much, yeah, you shouldn't do that. That's you shouldn't. If you if you're white, you should only use white memes. And I'm like, how are we becoming more inclusive when this kind of stuff? No, I can't use anything but a white man video. And I do that, too. I'm fine. You know, I, I don't. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a big one on memes. Funny but, is funny, right? I, I'm not a huge memer, but essentially, like the the call for it is like you should be able to get people in trouble for that. That is, you're uh, you're you're digitally you're, so, you're making fun of black people as a white person. You're a racist, and I'm like, geez, Louise, I guess I'm a racist because some of those like that one there lady. There goes the Barry Wood. Barry Wood is like oh, my, yeah, you that can't send that my go to for every, but it was never appropriate. Like it would always be like, hey. My kid scored two goals today. And I'm like, hooray. And then Barry Wood, for no reason, just like, never tell me about your kid's stupid soccer game again. I would, I'd use Barry to nuke things. I never used Barry Wood. I don't know that you could use Barry appropriately. Although, there were a few like Merry Christmases. And, Thanks you know, to you, I've changed it up and I send the Brady Wood. Brady Wood saw it. I get, yeah, you've got your own uh, version. And it's not thanks to me. It was my idea and then Jay yeah. Todd Himes painted it. Brilliant, but... Yeah, so I guess digital blackface is now something you've got to worry about. And uh, there, uh, somebody's actually mad at it enough to make it a news story, a national news story. Not only did I see it at Yahoo and go, uh, I roll. TMZ picked it up. Well, it of was, course It was did. on CBS. It was on – It's. It, 
because, you know, race baiting is a huge media ploy. That's their currency. That's their vagina they manipulate with. But it works. And then they had, uh, you know, the people who were like, you know what, that is probably true. And it's a, so that's, uh, you know, it's just going to get to the point where texting anybody is a bad idea. You just don't. Be it's careful a, what you're texting. Just don't. Even just more. don't do it. Just don't, you, you thought <laughs> you were having. Yeah, but, I thought we had a good uh, round again, of golf there. It's nice to meet you. This is the example that everybody uses that I always say social media is a viper in your pocket ready to strike. It's a moment where you're kind of like, but I'm not doing anything wrong. And the people always say, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong with it. I'm not. But in five years, maybe the things were fine five years ago are now wrong. And there's a recorded record of everything you've ever done and they're like well you used to do this and it's like well it wasn't wrong then it became something new like digital blackface happened this week but if you go back in seven years and find out that brett and probably does just uses nothing but hilarious black people faces for his for his memes hilarious by the way (laughs) they're available on little meme apps to quickly pick like you know a surprised face and there's a if you pick the black one and you're a white guy it's digital blackface that's why I hate social media so much is because the rules and goalposts move and you're sitting there thinking, oh, it can't get me. It can't get me. Someday uh, uh, taking videos of vultures over your house will be offensive to someone. And it beca- yeah, and you never know. And that's just not worth the, you know, I do enough with texting. It's just not worth having a re- recorded uh, incident of what you thought was funny one day and uh, five years later everybody's like oh no that is that's a exact that's a step and fetch it move right there that's going back to minstrel shows and then now you're a nazi and you're a miserable you know it doesn't make any sense to me but you know like those you know 12 15 years ago when what was that picture for the brewers and he said something horrible on his texts oh, and things uh, like that and you're like this was bad but he was 12 like twelve year olds are supposed to do really bad things, oh, like and then John Rocker, right? John Rocker told Sports Illustrated in an interview that he wouldn't ride subways because of homosexuals, and he didn't say it that nicely. And it was in the article. It's like John Rocker hates the uh, the seven train out of Queens because it's, as he says, full of, <laughs> and he's not into that. And Josh Hader, yeah, Josh Hader was the one for the Brewers who did something. He was like eleven or twelve years yeah. old when he got hit with it, and eventually, and you know. He just had bad parents. That's all about Flake's kid with his uh, gaming tag. N-word killer. Yeah. Was his gaming tag. That's on the parents. To me, you look at that and you're like, you're not paying attention to your, I mean, especially you're running for uh, political office and your son is online as this. It just doesn't make sense. So evidently be careful if you're emojiing and make sure you're doing it to somebody that doesn't have uh, bad intentions with you because... You're going to lose the HR battle somehow. I still don't see that one grinding everything to a halt. But the fact it got legs this in two days, because the media loves that stuff. They love saying, ooh, we can make a race story out of nothing. And they did it. Man, it's everywhere. And it's all over saying, is it something we should be worried about? No. I don't like memes. I've never liked them. They annoy me because they're in that little loopy, weird... Unless they're sent to me, well, it takes me forever to. I just don't have the uh, the right. You know how to figure that design out. Design to yeah, you go up there and just you know put I'll it on there. I'll show you how to find it. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it's actually. I'm not, no, I don't need to. But there's a little button when you text right there. All your memes will. You can just put in search a like. Like yeah, and I haven't built up a cache of. You don't memes. have to build it up. It's a app. No, you download it. Just, yeah, it yeah. just comes right from shows, their, their shows site up for you. 
Like I just did silly hat. That's it. So, Pop, pop, you'll figure it out. But you don't need to anymore because you're the one we're worried about. You're going to think what you just sent was funny. This is going to be hilarious. And, and the next thing you know, you're a lesbian Nazi hater. What? How does that? Oh, one of those things is bad, one's good, right? No, you can't hate any of them. HR. I thought the lady at the battered women's shelter would find this funny. <laughs> right. I thought that would be funny. It's a lightly battered chicken breast <laughs> like them. Uh, they're temporal women. Uh, is this all bad? Why did you send that? I thought it was a laugh. I guess I swung and missed at a laugh. Who turned me in? Who's the jackass that I text with that would turn me in on digital blackface? Which who? who that's well, don't just, look this way. I know you're, you're not going to do it. I know. <laughs> look, the only thing that's going to happen is when you get arrested for the bodies, and they go through your phone and go, "Well, Britt Holmberg and Brady had quite an exchange going." It. No, no, no. Extreme I'll be like Brady digital black. I'll be like Tom Brady with my phone. You ain't getting, you're getting that. <laughs> It's in, you know what? They don't need it. That's right. Your digital blackface is clouded. When you go to, when you go to <laughs> jail and throw your phone in the lake, uh, all they got to do is uh, subpoena that account and go right up to that giant warehouse up in Utah and pull all your info. There's over 5,000 memes of Pookie. Uh, Pookie is a great meme. How many times I've used the Chappelle, uh, the crackhead? Oh, yeah. Hilarious, because he just looks up and he's got his, his lips are all dry and white and everything. I think that's hilarious. That's digital blackface. That's a brand new term. It showed up over the weekend, and now, uh, you know, it's a potential work landmine. <laughs> you can't win for uh, making people laugh. The humorless society is starting to get one up on us. And I think we should start pointing at the people. Like the office weirdo. Find a humorless person in your office and tell them they're humorless. You know, you know why no one talks to you? Because you're humorless. We're afraid of you. You're the office humorless person. You are almost as bad as the one we're worried is going to come in here and shoot everybody up. You're the one we're more worried about that if we make an inappropriate joke that you overhear, I lose my job. I just wanted you to know that. They need to know. We have a couple here. I can't say names right away because it would be rude at this point. But maybe it's time somebody told the uh, office, you know, "Mm, don't talk when they're around. Maybe they don't know. But there's a couple of them, and I'm like, no, not making the jokes. Going to whisper some things. There's a couple. There's always a couple. And not that it's that offensive. I just don't know where the lines are because I don't trust that that person isn't going to run away and try to get everybody fired. And if you're the type of person that's trying to get people fired, that's another thing you need to be. like. Don't you want to know if you're that person in the office? Don't you want to know if you're the one that everybody's like, no, we're worried that... You're try- you're, yeah, you're trying perception. to get everyone fired. Like you're, you're, you aren't liked at all. Stay away from that person. I always worry. I always worried about the person that went to work and said, "I'm not here to make friends." Oh, geez, that's the one you got to watch right. out for. There, the- where are you going to make friends then? You got to make some you here. Get a right? couple of memes from them. Don't fall for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't send them anything. They're looking. They're trying to bait. They're digital blackface baiting. So stop doing digital blackface, evidently, or do it more than you've ever done it in your life. and Face that dragon right now. But I think it's fun. And I know my phone is exploding right now with all my friends being idiots in digital blackface. Yep, right away. So it's it's okay to send a a whitey meme out. Like, well, see, now let's not get into you that. You can hole. send Dustin Hoffman out to to your friends, <laughs> but you can't send probably out, not. But you can't send out uh, Chris Rock. Right? If you send a, if you send a Chris Rock. 
you're a racist. Okay. If you send Dustin Hoffman dressed as Tootsie, you hate the LGBTQs. All right, so I got to send Rain Man out. So basically, well, well, now, I, hate, now, yeah. I hate whatever was going on there. <laughs> Is there rules to this? I got to You I gotta basically study. have to send a picture of Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso, and that's the only <laughs> thing you're allowed to do. Yeah, that's it. You're a Ted Lasso guy, and that's the only meme you're allowed as a white person. And that makes sense to me, and it's, it's totally acceptable. Gone are the days of you texting out the, uh, you know... The crazy lady is like, ain't nobody got time for that. That lady's out. She's gone. I loved her. We was having some barbecue at 3 in the morning. This lady's story's phenomenal. Uh, and the deaf guy that we always joke about, it's kind of our our uh, on-air meme of that dude that was trying to explain, the, the eyewitness that, you know, I don't know what it is, this dude here. Oh, oh, me and my mom are wild. It's technically a meme. My mom died. No. What about if it's a phone <laughs> ring? What? That, that, this thing? Yeah. What's the number think about this. I'm downstairs. I'm chatting away with somebody. My phone starts ringing. Now, we did speak what? with what? one man who is passing mom, by this What is this? Oh, I'm getting a phone call. I have two deaf sons. I'm like, oh, Christ, I'm going to lose my job for what I thought was a hilarious. Great. So when I used to have the Jeffersons uh, oh, opening God. theme song for my ringtone. You're I'm, done. I'm, what were you thinking? Jesus. See, these are, this is why the whole damn this world thing sucks. Is, this world sucks because it's 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 retroactive to. I remember when Brett used to. He's a now. I mean, everybody kind of knows you find everything bigoted mm-hmm. hilarious. I'm right there with you. You laugh harder at things <laughs> than I do because you laugh at rhymes of bigoted things. Like if someone <laughs> says, you know, if someone's like, "I saw Winnie the Pooh this weekend and Tigger was amazing," Brett laughs, and we don't know why. And then we're like, "Oh Jesus." He thought of the other word, and he just giggled. He's taboo word Brett. And we've all learned that about you. So you having the Jefferson's theme is hilarious. I was at the Usher show, and before the show, they were playing, the DJ was playing, like, he, he just, you know, he'd just start screaming, all right, everybody, you remember this one? And then, uh, hey, we're moving on up. And I'm singing along, I'm like, the Jefferson's theme, this is great, to the east. And they had a huge bass thump, it was mixed. And then Good Times is playing. And I'm good. T-. And the lady behind me taps me on the shoulder. She goes, how do you know all this? Like, it was on television. I had a team. My dad had a job. <laughs> That's probably, <laughs> yeah, that that was probably that. racist. <laughs> and I was joking. I'm like, we had money and I had a TV. And we were, I could watch great funny shows. These are funny shows. And it played that one. It played uh, the Jeffersons. It played uh, two or three other. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son right. was a monster. They were like, sit down, Mr. Dolezal. <laughs> right? And I'm like, I'm like, I can't sing the Jeffersons without... That's shocking to you? Why'd you watch that? George was hilarious. So when he would call Tom a cracker, I died laughing. I loved it. Uh, it was fun. I didn't want to be George Jefferson, except for the money. Oh, yeah. I don't want to run a laundromat. Dry cleaner. Jefferson cleaners, there were seven in the um, Manhattan area. But yeah, I just, uh, it, it, they were shocked. Like the lady behind me was shocked. And I'm like, oh, I better. So next time that happens, next time I hear, I better just shut up. I don't know anything about this. What is this? Ooh, it's Fat Albert. Oh, right. I'm unfamiliar completely. I know it up and down. I thought Fat Albert was awesome. So basically, what we're getting to is a society where you can't enjoy anyone else's culture at all. Uh, no matter what, you have to only isolate yourself to your cultural things. And any anytime you drift out of it, you're running the risk of appropriating or getting fired at work somehow. And I don't know how that works. 
I don't know. Are you playing something horrible? No, no, oh, no, you're no, a dread no. cock. Like, oh, no, no. Listen to this. No, no, no. <laughs> I was worried. <laughs> I was going to turn you up, but I just I changed my mind. Yeah, and that's called inclusivity, Brady. Constantly reminding people that you only are allowed to watch things that look just like you and the second you drift uh, and would try to be diversive or uh, have some diversity, that's you're going to get fired for that. It's garbage. More training. I, and, and honestly, it's like in a few years, it's going to be if you ever went online and said, I saw Black Panther, I didn't like it. A few years from now, that's on record now when you're sitting there trying to fight a traffic ticket that you're a racist. Like, how did this happen? Because people stink. Yeah, today might be, this might be a good week to go to the office, humorless office person, and just say, you know, everybody in this building's afraid to talk to you. I don't think anybody wants to be that person. They might run to HR with that. I'm like, hey, look, I was just trying to help out. You're welcome, bigger companies. Another video for you to watch. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, sh- more training. <laughs> Let's do some sensitivity training. Now, have you ever had a, a co-worker say the word Negro in any time in their lives? Of course. You should get them fired. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he thought it was, it was an older gentleman. That's how he didn't know. Well, it's no good anymore, and we're going to be retroactive with it. Now, on to digital blackface. Oh, we're never. I'm never going to win. Ever. We better get with Susie today and find out if there's a handbook for this now because the reenactment skits will be pretty funny for the oh, training. Oh, hilarious. Video. Is it digital blackface for when my friend got into a car accident and I sent him a meme of Stevie Wonder? Is that digital blackface or is that making fun of the blind? I, or that's it's both. all of it, right? Yeah. Like I'm, that's a grand slam. That is a, yeah, that is, I've won HR. I've won all of, I've hit all the buttons. That's a, touch them all. That's a deep ball, friend. So now, do I get in trouble if I'm sitting at home watching yes. something like this? Here on oh. the, uh... Yes. And, and so you, I can't even watch it now? If you if you film any second of the beginning of this and then put it Show on your it social media and go, God damn. <laughs> yeah. You can't like this. You're not allowed. Man. This is the best one. Temporary layoff. Easy credit ripples. Oh, it's great. Scratching and surviving. Hanging in the chow line. And then going dynamite. Yeah, if you do dynamite. If you have one, if you have any friends that remember it and you have a Jimmy Walker meme and you fire it off, you're a racist. A classic. But if you trust someone enough to send them that. You would assume that friend is not going to go, well, i got to get this guy fired from his job. He's got to stop earning money. We decided we wanted to hire you. <laughs> Mean <That's> dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dynamite. <laughs> See you Monday. <laughs> well, wait a minute now. I don't think this guy deserves money for life and food and stuff. He just sent me a Jimmy Walker dynamite. <laughs> we don't need these people wandering around our office hallways. Because I sent a dynamite, I was excited to work with you. Yes, it was digital blackface. We can't, we can't have that. It's a nothing. It's a nothing burger, but it's going to turn into something. Whoever came up with this idea should be smacked. In the I face. agree with a with a meme yes. of uh, you know five across the face, bitch, like a Chappelle. <laughs> digital blackface. It's a thing. So just constantly, just take all of your social media and all of your stuff and throw it away. Delete everything because what you thought was funny five years ago. Is potentially damaging today. And nobody ever says, well, starting now. That's not, remember when you were a kid and everything's like, okay, that's not, starting now. 
and then everything from that point. The kids understand that we didn't have that rule before, so it only counts starting. We can't go back and get you for the time before. You can't pinch. No pinching. Okay, fine. Starting now. Oh, great. Here comes all the digital black faces. I got uh, Arnold Willis just got sent to me. Uh, oh, you're going to get killed. We're oh, yeah, going to get killed. You got today. the emails too. So. Yeah, we're going to get killed. Today. And I welcome digital blackface. But there's the problem is that inaction is, uh, is uh, you know, worse than than action. Like if you, if you don't do anything, you're part of the problem. So now when somebody sends me, you know, little Arnold jackson falling down the stairs which is how gary coleman died and nobody saw that coming he got pushed down the stairs by his big fat wife hilarious <laughs> but arnold had a thing on the show where he fell down the stairs me and my friends used to share that fairly regularly that arnold falling down the stairs was a very funny episode of the that's eh, digital blackface now so now it's in your phone it's in your emails like why didn't you e-? we see here that you replied with ha 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 i love that little guy why didn't you say this is wrong and take it to HR? Oh, great. What That's about the, uh, uh, Hence the just reason. a sign, it's not a person, but it's a, the sound of a gong. No, don't start that. Let's not get into to Chinese. That's still What's happening in hot stuff? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, 16 no. candles. <laughs> Let's not make everybody have, oh, Jesus, now you've done it. Let's just stick with the blackface thing. We can just, we'll, we'll, we'll scooch over to Mexicans until they get mad. And Gotta then, apply. And we're done. Then we're done. Oh, it applies, but let's not bring it up. That hasn't been brought up yet. Yet. Right. I can't do my, you know, sushi chef meme spinning around with the knives. That's it. What about uh, Belushi and Samurai yes. Delicatessen? No, not, that's a whole bunch of problems there. Man. I had one for a while there when uh, somebody, I remember my friend, and I thought it was hilarious when I, came, when I did it, but my friend said uh, he wanted to go to a son's game and he couldn't go. This is just a year ago. I just can't go. Wife has uh, got dinner going and everything. I'm like, it's four hours from now. You got, you know, you can't come up with something. And he goes, no. And there's only one way to fix this. And I just sent him a picture of OJ. I don't know that that's digital yep. blackface, but damn it, it was funny. <laughs> this is a guy who pretty much with his friends outwardly hates his wife. Hates her. Don't know what they're doing, but he doesn't like her. And that's it. So I always make you. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you basically <laughs> fire it off to him and he'd laugh. Ha, ha, ha. And then, you know, Scott Peterson meme would show up every couple of days. Like, oh, you're not allowed to go because of this. And then, ah, ha, ha. And we'd have a good laugh. Go fishing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your new fishing guide's here. His name's Scott. Anyway, what are you going to do? So stop it, everybody. Stop trying to be funny with pictures and, uh, you know, anything digital that's documented for the rest of your life. I worry about that. Like, a few years from now, like, funerals will be like, you're, people will dig through your phone to find out what you've been up to, to, to try to, you know, make a collage for you uh, that hangs over your cactus, because they always, or cactus casket, that hangs uh, above you. You know, they have that, the videos of the pictures of the person, and now it's going to be things they found in your phone. It's going to be horrible. Is Dig, it, digging through your phone after you die? Oh, my God. You're going to have a whole new perception of you. Now, what about if it's your, uh, you know, football team? Like if the Buckeyes win something and I sell, send a celebration, whether it's the quarterback or some player that uh, happens to be black. I don't know. You're making fun the, of something? No. It's a uh, celebration cool video, gang song or what? Yeah, If you're not going you know, for laughs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. no <laughs> celebrate by cooling gangs on the back. You're getting a little, you're getting a little close. <laughs> Good times of it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're pushing it. 
Yes, you can set. But if it's a meme of, or a video of them just having a good time, that's different. But yeah, if if Ohio State wins and then you do that thing where you know the Fat Albert Gang would just pump their fists in the air and you do that, saying Ohio State wins, eh, you're going for a laugh. Well, let's go. You're going for a laugh and you're using someone else's drawings. I don't know. The world doesn't make sense to me at all. I really wish it would just stop spinning and we'd all shoot off of this thing. And then you'll see some laughs. Now, the hum- office humorless person is, they're out there today. So don't, don't meme me anymore, Arnold and Willis stuff, because when you do, I have to go to Susie downstairs and say, I feel bad for what's happened on my phone. and I'd like this person to never earn a check again. Because <laughs> he sent you a meme of a black person? Uh-huh. Because I'm the worst person. Really uncomfortable. I'm the worst person in the world, and I think I'm. I want that person to never get paid money again, for for a joke I didn't like. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Still love it. Well done, Alliance. Proud of you. Uh, there you go. It is uh, Monday just floating along. Floating along. Uh, and by the way, my, my favorite one I've gotten so far, Mr. T saying, I pity the fool that reports digital blackface. I think that, <laughs> that well done to uh, David Carbo for firing that one over. That's very funny. That was a nice one. It was uh, made uh, quickly. It's a uh, homegrown hilarity. And anytime Mr. T is pointing at me and I see the words, I pity the fool, I laugh a little bit. No matter why the fool is being pitied, I know whatever is next is going to make me giggle. Hilarious. That's got to apply. Like if you had, I pity the fool, and you're a white guy wearing that shirt. Oh, yeah, no, no. But uh, look, for me, I'm a safe place. I am a safe space for all of you. If you want to send me an I pity the fool, I don't even care Yeah. if the next thing is uh, making fun of me. Anytime... Anytime uh, Mr. T is fool pitying, I'm on board. I think it's funny every time. I pity the fool. That dude was so tough that his tagline was pitying someone. That's just that to me. That was uh, there's ten layers, ten layers of funny on pity being your tough guy move. I think that's great. I pity the fool. (laughs) It's it's so Shakespearean to pity a fool. Uh, so, yeah, that's my favorite one. Although I have gotten a lot of great ones. Uh, the Sam Jackson. No, so, uh, excellent. What you talking about, so Willis? Many, what you talking about, Willis, came up an awful lot. Digital Blackface. What you talking about, Willis? I got an email from a guy here who said that uh, it's almost a what would Brady do, but it says, uh, heard you talking about being careful sending memes. I'd write in and uh, ask you guys what you think of this. I had a friend for 10 years. Send each other nasty, dirty memes all the time, videos, and we always laughed about them. She'd send them to me, I'd send them to her. Six months ago, she fell on hard times. She lost her job and her place to live. I let her crash at my place, store her stuff at my place. Up until last week, uh, her car that needed repairs just sat at my house. I helped her get a job at my place, find a place to live back in September. Uh, Then in December, uh, I get a letter that I'm under investigation for sexual harassment. Uh, for a dirty meme that I had sent to a coworker, now I got her the job. I got her back on her feet. Uh, then that didn't work, and she got transferred to another property and spread rumors throughout the company uh, that I don't know how to do my job and I sexually harass people. Uh, she's trying to get me fired. But I have been with the company for six years, never had a 
bad mark with the uh, with the company once, so it hasn't gotten very far. But she's out there doing it. What do you think of this, man? Somebody you trusted for a while, and they've got uh, all it's your dirty. On yeah, you. they've turned on you, and they've got a, a you know a, a avalanche of bad things they can use against you that you've been sending to them. There's yeah. got to be something more to that, too. Probably, like, but again... Why, why did the person turn? That's what a falling out is. Yeah. You have a falling out with somebody, you hope that... Again, that phrase, and starting now. Like, if, Brett, if you and I have a falling out, God forbid we have a falling out with Paul. Oh. And the terrible jokes that we tell back and forth. And it isn't even... It's not like they're all race-related. There is some terrible, like... There's no boundaries. Killing, there, there's murder. zero boundaries. Like there's death, there's murders, and it's, uh, who can outshock who? Uh, 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 yes, it's just the most abhorrent use of English to be funny or to try to make the other guy cringe. And we're neither of us are cringy people, so you can take this real far. But if we had a falling out where he was really actually like, I'm done with this guy. Actually, he doesn't have much on me except for Jesus, Paul. That's usually what I text him. And imagine it though. And you've got this recorded documentation of your terrible behavior for God knows how long. If Brett and I have a, a falling out and you want to use things against me, that makes you, I think, a bitch is what that makes you. You're a rat. You're Takashi 6 9 You're just a rat. You can make it personal and not like me, but then to go out and try to, you know, you try to get somebody. Everybody's got something on somebody when it comes to texting friends, and especially when you're close. Ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, and you're sending dirty, horrible stuff, if they're... If they kept that in a file just in case things don't go well, they'd be a horrible person to use it against you. You're awful. to Just because things didn't go your way to take old texts or old memes or old whatevers and say, now I'm going to punish this person. You're a rat. It's a modern-day digital rat. Damn right. You take your lumps in life. I got plenty of people that are like, ah, that didn't go my way. Let me just sort through some things they've said in the past and see if I can destroy their lives retroactively. I have no interest in destroying a life. I like the idea of just moving forward. This didn't work out. Oh, well. I hope that they move on without me and I never see them again. That would be nice. And then you root for the, you know, the news. I got that with an ex-girlfriend. Things didn't go well. Towards the end there, we break up. Heartbreak, sadness, misery. Uh, you go through that, you, you root for the, you know, reunion or whatever, and it never happens. And then the best, and as, this is an aged man talking to you young people. The best thing you can ever hear in your life takes time. Be patient, because about 12 years after the breakup, I found out that uh, my ex became a uh, drug addict and couldn't work in the medical world anymore. He started to steal drugs from work. And I'm telling you, the, the level of satisfaction in hearing that news, it, I, I've never felt like more euphoria over hearing. It's a private satisfaction. Oh, private. I made it very public. I was so happy. I was calling friends. <laughs> I was like, my God, you got to hear this. Remember my old girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Ah, in jail. Uh, can't have a job anymore because she, she, her, she blew her life. Like her life blew up. Awesome. And I don't know if it's back on its feet or not, but that's the last bit of news I got. It was great. Great stuff. I have a friend who's still in touch with my ex-wife. And uh, there's been a moment or two, and I don't really have any feelings at all. Like, not even feelings for her. And not in a mean way. Just don't. It's like it never happened. 
But there's occasion where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm having some trouble. <laughs> and, like, there's a joy that comes with that. And I don't even care. But it's like, for a few seconds, you're like, that's nice. Yeah, you don't root for right. it, but it's just... When you see, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm right. saying. The sound, that's why, like, you, when you're calling... And put it, you know, the people would go, wow, she did a number on him, man. Oh, yeah. He's still 12 years later. Just, just, but it would be, it wouldn't, I'm not calling going, good God. I'm not yeah. just like, isn't it great? And I don't care if somebody's going to judge me off of she did a number on him. I yeah. don't care. Well, you she realize, did, and here's you, the thing. You realize. She did a number on me. She did. So and I embrace that. You can yeah. And I can that. celebrate her life downfall. When they say success is the best revenge, boy, is that a fact. I'm not speaking about anything I know, but there's nothing better than seeing an ex and recognizing that they're pigs now. <laughs> it's the happiest day of a man's life to go, you can, I dodged that bullet. Yes. Yeah. There's the appreciation part <laughs> oh of that. That you maybe learn from it because oh. there's uh, a lot of people that you'll repeat the same pattern. Constantly. And then you, you but you see an ex that like years later you run into him and you're like, my God. God, she ate a Volkswagen. What happened to this thing? And you just realize that their life isn't that great. And that's really all you need for happiness going forward. You don't need memes and immediate attack. It does feel like you do, but you don't need to do that. Let them bury themselves. Race to be a better you and let them know they blew it. That's the key. Success is the best revenge. Period. Having a decent go is so much better. So much But Making your exes look and go, oh, I should have never let that one go. Look at him now. He's killing it. It's, it's the reason why, you know, people strive for success. It's Half of it is to get better things than you had before and to show the things before. Uh, you could have had all this, but you blew it. Ah, oh, wonderful. Yeah, I've seen pictures of girls I used to, like have a crush on even like, even that kind of stuff like years and years earlier like oh man I would have done anything to be with. and then you see them now and they've got like a crazy lesbian haircut and they're seven million pounds and got sixteen kids and I'm like Jesus Christ <laughs> no thank you and you, you're satisfied there's a happiness that comes with that I don't want people to lose their jobs or you know just because I'm mad at them I want them to bury themselves in time because. They abandoned me in life. I think that's the most important part. I'm not going to do the work. Let them do it. Be their mistake. Be someone's mistake. That's great Oprah advice. When, it, when the chips are down, be someone's mistake. When you feel like someone's uh, screwed you, don't get them. Prove them wrong. Digital black face him at work. That's terrible. That's just a rat. That's nothing more than a dirty, dirty rat. Go out, strive to be better, and make that person mad that they didn't stick by your side. They hitched it to the wrong way. It's terrible. People want to tattle on each other rather than just be a better version of themselves. I can't believe that guy. You know, how many people you have memes and stuff you've sent to right now that you're like, I'm not on good terms with them. Everybody's got a couple. Like, I don't really talk to that person anymore. I can get you. If they're rats. And rats get bats. That's Damn what I say. right. <laughs> I got a guy. <laughs> sits with me. And I'm like, hey, Especially right now with spring bats. training. Oh, yeah. No, there's Guaranteed. a lot. Of, hey, look, there's a bat rack. Rats get bats. Even Sweet Brady has somebody he's like, I don't really talk to that guy anymore. 
probably has info on Brady that if he wanted to be a rat, he could. Some stupid meme, Brady trying to be funny, and eh, me and this guy are no longer on good track. I don't know. You probably have a couple people. Everybody does. Sure. But My dad ever turns me in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your dad and you're not on good terms anymore because of all the dick pics, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, rats get bats. It's a good thing. Be a better you. Be someone's mistake. Damn it. I shouldn't have done that. I'm, I got a couple. This ugly face, this goofy-looking body. I get a couple people that I know look back and go, I blew it. I didn't see him going anywhere. I didn't think the fart jokes would pay. Gotcha. <laughs> what happened to you? Oh, I don't talk to anybody anymore. anymore. Since jail, I was, oh, you're making me so happy with every word you say. How come you ate everything in I sight? I swallowed though? a Volkswagen. <laughs> Why did you swallow a Volkswagen? Was it because of the sadness from leaving me or because of my success? When I saw how successful you were and I realized I had, you know, my ex-husband uh, used to crap in the closet. He was a drunk. I'm like, everything you say makes me happy. You married an alcoholic. This is all great. And then he took a dump on my clothes and tried to light the place on fire. I ate my way out of that. No kidding. Holy smokes. You're good at that. <laughs> you are. You, you know what you should do is enter, like, contests where you eat stuff. Because that looks to be your passion. Call Nathan's up. Yeah. They have a competition coming up for you. Yeah, there's nothing worse than an ex that you look at and go, Jesus, she looks better than she did when I was with her. You want them to fa- you want them to fall on hard times while you're while you're thriving. That's a great feeling. A great feeling. Yeah, my ex wife married a, a much more successful, wealthier uh, criminal. Yeah, and then he got indicted for something. I was thrilled for a little while. I don't know if it stuck, but. Like, oh, man, I lost this battle. Like, she did better. Well, good for her. Tip of the cap. Sometimes you lose. You got to take the L. And then uh, news came down later that he was indicted for, like, embezzling money. Like, ah, this is great news. It's just a show. He only appears to be successful. Yeah, I think he pretty much is. But uh, it's fine. I, I took, I took, and also I think he's deaf in one ear, which kind of makes me feel good. She married the deaf guy? I think so. That was the rumor. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I really didn't care. Uh, my ex and her new boyfriend took a photo of me and had fun doing Photoshop with it. So I had fun sending back all of her boob pictures. <laughs> well, if they're trying to get you, yeah, then it's not ratting. It's, uh, all right, you want to play this Tip game? For it's for chat. It's following. Yeah, it's one of those, what Brett said. <laughs> it's where it came from. Yeah, that's exactly where that came from. Yeah, if she's starting to throw bombs at you going, I'm going to use these against you. are like, hey, we both are well-armed uh, militaries when it comes to the digital back and forth. You want to go there? You want to go there? Let's have some fun. But you keep it between each other. Yeah, there's some sort of a, a gentleman's agreement that says if we've shared uh, booby and vagina pictures that I can only use that against you for you. I can't go off blasting that on the Internet. And that's why revenge porn is an actual law it's because it's, you know, it's the gentleman's agreement. We all kind of know, hey. You can't do that. Take those naked Polaroids of somebody and make a website. And then another group, like, this is a pretty good. I, oh, oh. This is in my house, this little thing. Got one of these. All right. I own one of these things. It's a, right. uh, not for myself, of course. Megan's got it. But it's a, uh, uh, I've seen this in the house. And uh, years ago, used it. Um, I believe it was on a vacation. It's this little sex toy 
that, uh, you know, it lives inside of someone. And then you download an app. And at any time, anywhere, you can turn it on and off and change the varying degrees of things. Now, the deal would be like, uh, I want to shove it up uh, Brett and then say, have a nice day. And then as I'm, you know, at the grocery store and Brett's doing his job, (laughs) I fire up the lawnmower and get him going for me. (laughs) People are suing now, the company, because the it's called we vibe they're they're uh paying ten thousand dollars per customer uh, because they're called smart vibrators and it turned out that in the user's agreement it said we're going to monitor when you use it we're going to know when you had it on Jeez. To, well it's a smart thing you didn't know that no, you I didn't know. expect that when you put something on an app that the company is going to be like, all right, how often are they using it? What times are they using it? It's good market research for them. What's the... Uh, what do they have? A, a website? Cavern Times? Yeah, what's the... Well, no, they don't, it's just a thing that comes back to their information and they do some, you know, collecting of data and say, hey, most people are using this thing at stage three. Stage five, uh, it usually gets turned off. That's so good data. We've made it too strong. They're making better vibrators. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's actual... It's like personal, right? Market research. Right then and there, but people are like, well, how, how, you have no right to know when I'm using it. Uh, they're not saying they did anything wrong. They're just like, in order to avoid this, the people who have found out about the times we're monitoring. We can't, like, it's not video. They just know that, okay. We're not talking about you just because you're a, a, a noontime person. Yeah, it's the WeVibe 4 Plus. So if you have it, it was about 150 bucks. You can control it with an app from anywhere in the world. So long as you've got wireless, you can control this thing. So you can just say, hey, Siri, uh... Yeah, Let's get the lawnmower going there. <laughs> Fire it up. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm over here in Amsterdam. The lady's back there in Chicago. Uh, let's give her a wake-up call. Wow. <laughs> Tony's thinking of me. <laughs> uh, and it said, touch the screen to control the vibrations and build intensity. Um, I did it a few years ago with Megan in Vegas. And it was at dinner. I mean, I would sit... And I would fire it off, and she'd be like, ah, come on! Like, it wasn't a pleasurable thing at all. It was just, like, this shocking... Because I wouldn't play, like, nice. I wasn't trying to build anything. I'm, I would throw so it... you're flooring it. Basically, so, like, she might as well have had a jackhammer crew nearby, because that thing, the second I could get my hands on level five, it'd be like... <laughs> and she'd be in the middle of, like, some tiramisu. <laughs> no! Hey, come on, asshole! <laughs> so it was never a play. It was more... It became hilarious more than sexual. Because she'd be walking along, and I'd just be like, Dink! and she'd, she'd go full <laughs> R-word for a second, like, knock it off! Turn it off! No, I'm not turning it off. Please, come on! Because she can't reach in there in a hallway and just rip something out of her pants. So it was like having a, you know, a marionette for a little while, only it was digital. <laughs> Evidently, people are angry that the WeVibe people were, were keeping an eye on when you Recording were using trends. It. Right. The Plus 4 also has a uh, GoPro on it, too. And that's well, if there was a camera on it, you'd have probably <laughs> felt that. And who needs to watch that? What is this, a medical exam? So it went back to a place called Standard Innovation, and it said how, it, you know, how often it was used, the intensity, a robust record of the user's intimate habits. And it knew who you were because it's in your phone. So it's got, you know, all your records of whatever. Um. She t- the one lady told her, uh, and this is going back. Maybe I get ten grand out of this. I can act offended and get ten thousand dollars because this goes back to two thousand seventeen. Uh, lady said uh, she found out the whole thing 
and just was it was appalling. I thought I was sharing something with my partner that was private between the two of us. I didn't think for one second I was giving information to a company. It's just the fact that they did it without us knowing. It's in the user agreement. No one's ever read one of those. They're too long. They're, they do their long on purpose. Yeah. Yes. yeah, scroll, 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 yeah. scroll, scroll. Agree. Agreed, We're done yeah. here. Put this in you. I mean, if I have to, if I have to read a user's agreement. Oh man, I'm gonna. I better watch the new uh, iCloud uh, right. thing. I agree to. Yeah. Put, Put this, this inside in you. you. I'm so sick of trying to be sexy and having a legal document first. All that tiny little writing. Who can read that? No one's ever read a user agreement. No one. Even the people who have written it. Never went back and proofread it. There's probably mistakes and goofy stuff. It's like a writer for a concert. They just throw stuff in there to see if you read it. You've never read one of those. And, you, and you're under the understanding that if you don't agree, you can't use it. You download an app. Yeah, if, if, if I don't agree, it goes away. You're absolutely right. So if I don't agree with the user agreement, I don't get to negotiate. It's just I'm either in or I'm out. You're held hostage. Right. It's it's not a you know a negotiation. It's you want to play with us. Here's what you must agree to. To be in the game, I'm like, well, I don't agree. Well, then don't play. It's the it's the most black and white behavior of all time. If you want this, here's what you do. If you don't, you don't, and we don't care. But when you download an app, you have to know that you're giving that company all the information that you. Pretty they, much every time I realize that, oh, I'm agreeing to this. Yeah, I'm allowing them to have Anytime access to you, my phone, or if you download an app, you agree. That you're going to say, hey, uh, when you use this, we're going to know and we're going to kind of monitor time spent on it and see where you click. Because that way we'll build a better website that's more catered to you. Plus, it's also reading you. Like, what does this person click on more often? He seems to like pictures of Kylie Jenner. Let's send him more of those. But if you get a vibrator and it's, you know, iPhone compatible, Apple knows about it. The App Store knows <laughs> And nothing was happening to you, so you vibrate yourself. How is that uh, offensive? Oh, they knew the times when I was masturbating. We can all roughly guess when that is. Every guy's masturbating. Uh, every time he texts his wife and says, how long are you going to be? Yeah, that's, it's, uh, that's code for I'm about to jerk off. Are you on your way home? And that's basically we always check to see if we're going to get walked in on. Hey, where are you? I'm at the store. Oh, when are you coming back? Into 20 minutes. Perfect. See you then. <laughs> and you're done. If you're smart, that's how you do it. So Apple reads that and goes, oh, okay, this guy's about to jerk off. And then Apple knows you go to Pornhub on your phone. There's no different than going to porn. You know, nobody goes to Pornhub for the stories. You're going there for research to get something done. The phone knows. So acting surprised that that's ridiculous. But getting 10 grand for it's not so bad. And I got one of those things. It says, uh, before September of 16, the WeConnect app included an optional registration process collecting specific aggregate data regarding the app usage, like vibration intensity level, uh, processor's chip temperature, <laughs> uh, basing it like, you know, if it gets too hot in there, it's not going to be as fun for anybody. So we have to, you know, making a better machine. The data was meant to improve our product. We never linked or collected data that an individual user actively sought to track people's sex lives. But we know that we should have asked better to inform people explicitly about what we were doing. So I think it's a company being nice. And they've got so much money. They're like, look, if we give you all 10 grand for this, will you shut up and stuff it back in there? Sure. How mad are you that $10,000 makes you unmad? You're not that mad. 
what they didn't know is uh, they have them. They're all named. I have the Ashley version. <laughs> I have the <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> yeah, they're named after you. Yeah. I don't know. I still yeah. think you're a bitch if you're going after that yeah. ten grand on that. Yeah. This is the Loretta Timmons. Well, that's fairly specific, <laughs> but yes, it's based on my behavior. She's a five. Ah! I mean, this woman fired it up like a lawn chief. That thing stayed on five for 10, 12 minutes. I mean, it takes an earthquake and a jackhammer to get her off. So, yeah, deal with it. The world knows. But if, if somebody, if I would be like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm horrified that you know these things and I feel violated. $10,000. Yes, thank you. Then I'm, suddenly the violation doesn't hurt. If you're truly violated, ten grand's not the fee. Thank you for the ten grand. Can I keep yeah. the item? <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping it, and I'm putting it right back in there. Now I don't care. Now we're all on the same page. But so, if you've got one of those things, look into maybe getting your your ten grand and try to explain that to your tax guy in a couple of days. And then I got ten thousand dollars from a vibrator company for knowing too much about my wife. Huh? Just deal with it. It's ten thousand dollars. I can pay taxes on it. Sure, Steve yeah. would love that. No, Steve. Yeah, Steve would be like, "How how many times did you use it? We should get ten for every one." I think you don't make a good point, Steve. Get a good accountant in there, and next thing you know, you've got thousands and thousands of dollars coming from every time uh, your wife masturbates. It's a settlement. That's all you need to know. Yeah. You don't think Pornhub knows every time you click on them and what you search? I mean, it knows me. Pornhub knows me. I started to click on that no face girl quite a bit. And now I've got mostly videos thrown my direction where the girl's head isn't involved. Or at least her jaw. I get to see some of her jaw yeah. sometimes, but not her face. Or it's blurred out. I don't know why that is, but it's... I clicked on no face girl so often that it's like, this guy hates women's faces. <laughs> like, that's not the case, but I really like what you're sending me. It reads what I click on. It reads what you click on. If you're into big fat girls, it's going to send you big fat people videos. Brett knows. Obviously, it hasn't done that. <laughs> but you know, sometimes no when you click on, like, because I had the, like a uh, there was a smoking hot um, black girl. I can't remember her name. Something sin something. And Careful. she's oh, she don't was, digital black. She, no, no. See, I, well, look, I was digital white facing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was she was awesome. And then for the next few days, like every video showed up, and it was just uh, black people having sex. And I'm like, well, I, I don't mind this, but first off, it makes me feel like a little boy. Get me back to the stepsister yeah, yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, get me back to those girls stuck under the oven. I like that. The dumb white ones stuck under the oven are more fun than watching these beautiful ladies just get log split. I, I, I don't want to watch that guy do that anymore. I'll do that every once in a while, but I don't need it to all be that. Hey, Asians, they start showing up if you click on one Asian thing. Hey, you like this? And then you're like, no, and you seek back. It finds stuff. There was a British girl I liked for a while. And the next thing you know, I'm getting all these, you know, people dressed as, you know, beef eaters. And I got all this crazy British stuff. <laughs> the computer knows when you're jerking off is what I'm saying. Put a little sticky pad over that, that camera, too, because they can see you there. <laughs> Stop acting like the computer shouldn't know. And if you've got one of those little vibrator things in right now, DEFCON 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And well, Monday kind, morning's meeting must have gone yeah, really well right now. Kind of a little bit of a... All the ladies are laughing. Yeah, you're a little bit of a slut anyway if you're putting one of those in and going to work. 
you can, you're probably into people knowing what you're up to. It's a, I think the people that we vibe were like, the people who are using this, they won't mind. It's a little bit risky to have a sex toy going while you're at work under somebody else's control. So you got a little bit of, you got a little inner slut in you, you know? No decent woman's going to wander through an office building with somebody else having control over a vagina for the day. <laughs> that's a behavior. And that's not happening in the sales meetings and all that kind of stuff. Oh, all of a sudden, somebody's yeah. like, oh, 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 oh. Sometimes I look at Moynihan and I think he's got one going. <laughs> Steve, what's going on? Uh, uh, hang on. Are you gassy? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, gas. <laughs> I just really like when people say hi. Oh. Hi, Steve. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Steve's busy. But yeah, if you've got somebody under the control, if you've, you know, got some sort of digital hypnosis going on your vagina and you're wandering around the workplace, you want $10,000 for being violated, you did that to yourself. How many of the chairs are just going like crazy at the yeah. DMV right now oh, waiting on their number? Gross. Why do you think of the DMV? DMV is nasty to me. Why do you think of people at the DMV? Well, you want to ruin everything fun when it comes to sex. <laughs> Who brings up the DMV, the, the trolls wandering the... Ugh. One's at work there, You guys too. are talking about sex? Let me see Ten if I grand. crush this. I don't want to think of DMV getting vibrated at all. People at the DMV do not need to be brought up. Ooh, this is hot. I'm getting a little bit of a hard on. DM, the DMV room. is what you think of to try to get rid of an erection. Oh Jesus! I got a I got a rogue one here. All right, DMV, DMV, <laughs> DMV. Oh, it's gone. Thank God. The smells. Everybody smells like corn nuts and oh. poverty. Oh. <laughs> What's the matter with you? The DMV. They're talking about sex. I'm gonna fix it. God, don't worry. Somehow or another, cold Brady, water. Brady Brady C blocked our conversation that we weren't even like being dirty about. <sighs> I like to think of people at the DMV when I think dirty thoughts. Yeah, because everybody there's dirty. You think the DMV, you think the women there can hold something in there for no, a while? No, there's babies. Ricocheting all over the place. Babies fall out of that thing. You want to pick that thing up that is vibrating and dancing on the DMV flower? I don't want to be at the DMV. When's the last time you were actually in one of those? It's been a while. Yeah. That they, was one good thing that yeah. came out of COVID. Unbelievable. They sure shut down the DMV. You can do everything now on the, your phone. The worst human beings in the world still need the DMV. Yeah. They stand, you go in there and you're like, oh. I had to get a title salvaged one time and I sat in there for 45 minutes with the. I'd rather been in a zombie movie. <laughs> I'd rather been in a, a real zombie apocalypse. I think I was in one. Oh, it's horrible now. And Brady likes to think of them masturbating. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Wet blanket. <laughs> that floor will look like one of those old football games. Hey, oh, could you right, imagine? Right, uh. Could you imagine how it would be at Shriners Hospital uh. with those vibrators? Brady. Oh, in the waiting room there. Jesus oh, Christ! All those sick kids. <laughs> all right, I've ruined this. Goodbye. <laughs> We're done. The destroyer. <laughs> uh, what do you got over there in the uh, thing of musical treats? I don't know. After that yeah, conversation. No, 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 no. Nobody went. It's ruined. It's, yeah. he's, he's, he's spoiled a meal. He poured vinegar on our spaghetti. I don't know why, but he did. <laughs>
right, wait, he's enjoying it. He <laughs> enjoys it too much. It's he giggling. likes it because the the topic was uncomfortable for him. I can't really speak to this. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. DMZ vagina. <sighs> Sorry, Action Ride Shop, but uh, you were bringing us the, yeah. the wake-up song. And, uh, uh, well, this is your last week to jump in on the Factory Santa Cruz sale going on. So if, if you're in the trying to decide if you're going to get that new mountain bike, now's the time to do it because... All Santa Cruz bikes are on sale. Uh, 20% off all winter clothing, Ugh. so you still may need that. <laughs> you still may need that. But go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road, so they're going to hook you up. Uh, our TV is dead, so yeah. I, can't sh- I can't show up the screen. So I'll just TV to- broke. Yeah. Uh, we got Static X on there, Terrible Lie, System of a Down, Chop Suey, Lamb of God, Hate Breed, Destroy Everything, Hard as a Rock from ACDC, Avatar, go. Hail the Apocalypse. Cyber waste from, and the rest of them kind of go with our conversation. We were talking about digital blackface. So you got <laughs> cyber waste from Fear Factory, Metallica blackened, body count. There goes the neighborhood. There you seven go. Seven dust black and seven dust waffle. Man, do I love seven dust, but body count is always something that I want to hear until I hear it. I get halfway through this. We got to do the version we have though. Yeah, we have it. All okay. Right. Yeah. Is it in there? Um, yeah, Toledo will grab it. Right. But yeah, I'm, there goes the neighborhood's always great. The clean version. Yes. I got an email from a guy that said he was at work on the weekend. This last weekend, in fact. And somebody in the warehouse that he was at on the line, and it's very loud evidently in there, had the NWA playing. And he said, before I knew it, I'm singing this really loud because I felt like I was kind of alone. And there's not a lot of NWA you can safely sing in public as a white guy. If you know all the words... And you're freeing him out. That he's like, man, I got so scared that somebody was going to come over and stop me. And I said, is it my fault they've written a catchy, fun song? That is one bit of grace we need from uh, the woke community. We'll get a pass. You get a pass if you're singing along, right? I, I think so. Like if if they wrote the song, like if I'm listening to Dre and Snoop and I'm enjoying it, I'm clearly not being racist saying the word that's in there that they wrote. I'm actually really enjoying the song. I'm not thinking, I hate black people, so I'm going to say the word. I'm just following the bouncing ball, you know? Well, aren't you kind of supporting in a way? I mean, you bought the album. You, oh, you yeah. Know, you, oh, you're, you're loving the, the, but it's not stealing culture or right. anything else. It's just, they wrote a great, like, I think, uh, I can't remember who it was, but like, uh, what was it, Drake? Drake had a song that got a woman to lose her college uh scholarship because he called her up on stage and she started to sing it and he stopped the song You're like you can't do that part like i was just i was playing with you like you brought me up here i'm at your show clearly i don't hate black people i love what's going on yeah, here. why am i here yeah yeah i mean you, i feel that way i'm not sexualizing women or degrading them when i'm singing along with two live crew <laughs> but yeah and yeah I mean, exactly those are the words yeah there's songs about, like, you know, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. If I'm singing that, it doesn't mean I'm a homicidal maniac either. I'm just, somebody else wrote a catchy tune. I don't want to have sex with teenagers, but I sing Benny Mardona. I said, every chance I get. She's just 16 years old. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but, yeah, if you've you have got, a shirt that says it for God's sake. I have all the lyrics on a shirt that just says Benny Mardona's on it. It's a great shirt. Yeah, so if if there, we have to get a little grace saying the lyrics to a song if we like the song don't get mad at someone for that i heard him singing the n-word a lot it wasn't me it was i was singing along to the artist 
doesn't mean I agree with every word in it. It's just the words. You know what I just found out? I'm yesterday years old when I found out. You know that song, uh, If You Don't Know Me By Now? Yeah. The Simply Red? Simply Red, yeah. I thought forever, and it, I don't know why it never dawned on me, it says, uh, what good is a love affair uh, when we argue, fuss, and fight? I thought he was saying the F word. Argue, f- and fight. Oh. And I'm like, of course he wasn't. It was on the radio. But but I've been singing that out loud forever. And also been singing, if you don't blow me right now, you will never know. Because <laughs> it's funnier that way. I thought for sure. And I'm like, John, what kind of idiot are you that you would think that they could? But it was such a beautiful song. I'm an idiot. I've heard that song so many times. Yeah. I never knew that was a line. When there, you but... argue and fight, <laughs> if you don't blow me right now. And I think it's because I was so excited to get to the part that I had rewritten to if you don't blow me right now. Because then that redhead guy, if you don't blow me, you will <laughs> never, never, never blow me. Ooh. But I thought for sure he was saying argue fight and for whatever reason my brain turned on and goes you know they have never played that song on the radio the way you're singing it you moron and it was in my head as those words hilarious but i never added like the n-word to it that would be racist but if they said it in there and i sang along it's not me being racist it's me singing along and what if you're blasting it in your car? Not necessarily singing it, but I still you get turn the windows it down. down and do you? I turn it down at stoplights. If I've got it's the so office, like it's office. Doja space. Cat's playing in the background. Doja, there. Doja Cat has a few songs that I'll sing along. Uh, she's got that one song called uh, "Ain't S Word," and it's riddled with the N bomb. And she's complaining about dudes who have let her down. You know, by stealing all the food out of her fridge and stuff like that. <laughs> that's, that's the basis of the song. Like she didn't like that this, I believe, a broke uh, human being is, is, you know, sleeping on a couch, stealing her food and stuff. And then she says that those particular people, and she uses a very specific word for it, uh, ain't. <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's very hard to pull up to a light and have all that going and look like me. So I turned that one down. And I got some thump on that thing, too, so I yeah. turn heads to the people that want to hear that. So, yeah, the N-words ain't S-words song by Doja Cat is a, <laughs> it's a white man's trap. <laughs> it's a trap! So I still turn it. Do you turn it down? Like, if you're listening to you don't? <laughs> you keep no. it going? Yeah. Do you I sing do. along? Uh, no, I don't sing yeah. along, but I just, I'm humming along in my head. You hum the bad words. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. That's, that's pretty good cover. You can cover it up that way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I might start your philosophy. Just just act like my mouth taped shut for the (laughs) N-words. I enjoy a lot of that stuff. Snoop Dogg and Dre, God, that's all they said. Oh, yeah. And Brett does a lot of, what are you looking at? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't write it. (laughs) This guy's serious about that. At least he's just humming the (laughs) N-words. Look somewhere else. What do I got? Something on my face? You're Look the, the other direction. You're writing a book about me? I remember hiring you as my biographer. You want a fresh one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, because this one right here, body count, I can't tell you the amount of times I've sung this out loud, the real version. Oh, yeah. Because it's awesome. Especially back in 1992 when Ice T. 
through this at us with guitars and you're like, what's going on? Can I say this? To- I'm singing it. <laughs> this is too enjoyable not to shout from the rooftops. I love it. Doesn't make me racist. It makes me love the music, the anger, the energy. The it's awesome. You can sing it now. That's the clean version. They got rid of all the bad stuff. <laughs> the problem is nobody knows the lyrics to the clean version. Right. I know. I don't know. You're going to sing over <laughs> yeah, it with exactly. the bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, what was the one? Uh, 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 Gin and Juice has a few that when you listen to the radio thing and you're singing along, and then you listen to the real one, you're like, ooh. Ooh, there's a few in here that I don't remember. Though That wasn't on the radio. I have to hum that part. But I sing along sometimes. But I turn it down at lights. Just in case. Just do the hum. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Here come the... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here come the... <laughs> Them loud guitars! That's right. You sing it, iced tea. <laughs> iced. <laughs> well, that's the proper. Iced tea is not a thing. Iced tea. It's tea that has been iced. Iced tea is just, that's silly. That's just poor grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Loud guitars. <laughs> Fancy clothes. <laughs> That's how we sing those songs. <laughs> Here's Body Count, everybody. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The Weezer. That Blue album is still great. Popped up on my uh, shuffle the other day, and I'm like, man, this is good stuff. I forgot how much I liked that. Everything after that was meh to me. Like we just said, Hashpipe was yeah. great. A couple other songs were okay. You get that blue one, pop that in, I can go top to bottom with that one pretty much every time. And you can sing it out loud, too. Yeah. I'm not getting in trouble. <laughs> I don't have to hum any of the words. It's pretty great. Uh, it's time now for Brady. To give you all the news that Brady knows, we call this the Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Let's see if Hooters got I'm sure that they've got something going on for the weekend. Let's see. Nobody ever switches my pages. I have to do this. I should have done this earlier. It's not anybody's fault. Oh, no. Just says March's beers of the month have a few days left. Here's the secret, though. I know some people at Hooters. April will have beers of the month as well. This never ends. <laughs> I don't know why they... Up- they just don't say we've got great beer specials. March's beer of the month specials. Only at Hooters. But if you miss out on March's and beers of the month, there'll be April beers of the month. And Monday's copy will be... Yeah, yeah. April's, check out April's beers of the month. They, you know, there's a select few, but it's not like they're eliminating product. That's bad business. Just go in there and have some fun. They've got beer, they've got wings, they've got chicks, they've got Britney, for God's sakes, behind the bar. And the best thing to do is sit at the bar and not talk to Britney and listen to the weirdos talk to her. Like That's Brett and I great. did. That's the best. You got any Scottish in you? Oh, no. Is he doing this? <laughs> you, you want some? <laughs> I'm from the Clan McGregor. But, uh, yeah. So I I How you many times has that worked? Come on. Never. It's never one. A woman's like, my God, I wasn't attracted to him until that moment there. <laughs> When he asked me if I had any Scottish in me, and I'd confused it as a question about ethnicity, and it turned out he was talking about his dick. I fell in love. Digital Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> you've run digital Scottish. He can't do it. Anyway, enjoy Hooters. How could you not? You're trying not to have fun if you go there and you 
You sucks. You are trying to not have. Although, there, years ago, there was a time when I first tried oysters. And someone said, we'll go to Hooters. And I'm not so sure that that was the bravest place to try oysters for the first time. And the lady that was waiting on us, fired shortly thereafter because Hooters runs a, a tight ship, uh, had recently had a baby and made it very clear, very clear to us that she was going to keep pointing out all the problems she had with her stomach since the pregnancy. It was her first day back after giving birth. And she said, I just don't look the same. <laughs> all right. And she would show us, like, stretch what marks. What happened? That, yeah, like, ah. look, at this is torn up, and I can't lose this weight. And she's pinching her stomach right at the table. I'm like, what are you doing? We're not here for any reality-based women stuff. This is, you're supposed to be a fantasy. And then I'm eating oysters, and I'd never done that before. That was a tough day, but it wasn't Hooters' fault. That was all oysters pregnancy. Yeah, oysters. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, oysters pregnancy, and like you know, fupa. <laughs> and she rested it on the table once. Look what? Look. Oh. Look. I'm like, I couldn't do this before. I'm like, why are you doing it now? Get it off the table. And then all the other tables had like fun, silly, hot waitresses. Ours was angry. And mad at what that baby did to her. And taking it out on me and my friend Kevin. Uh, you get AJ's finest. I, I, I looked at him. I'm like, thanks for the thanks for the recommendation of trying oysters at Hooters today. It's been a, it's been a real win. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went back a few days later. It was the one downtown. We went back a few days later. And we're like, where's that one? Because now we were like, we got to go show people this. Because I wonder if she's still up to it. <laughs> and we went back and like, oh, no, she's she's gone. She was, uh, she, she was let go shortly after her return from... <laughs> having quintuplets, evidently. Just wrecked her. <laughs> Nothing worse than a Hooters girl pl- plopping her afterbirth onto the table saying, look, look, it's a terror. She the whore's a childbearing. Cinco mom? Yeah. yeah, she, yeah she, when her belly hit that high top, we're like, what are you doing? I couldn't do this before the baby. I couldn't. <laughs> Why are you doing it now? Yeah, well, I can rest it up on the table, though, in a big glop of flesh. You guys hungry? I'm having small talk with you. <laughs> right. We're just having fun, right? With my new stretched out gut. Shouldn't you be over at Fat Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no. <laughs> she should be anywhere but where she was. She should be selling Eskimo clothes. You need to wrap this up. Anyway, thanks, Hooters. That was my only time when I was like, boy. But they got rid of her like immediately. Just can't imagine why. Hey, we just would, so look, you know, just so knowing, you know, we've got knowing. Well, my friend Kevin and I were like laughing hysterically at it, so we were kind of encouraging it, but at the same time, we're like, "This is awful." And then later, we're like, "Let's go back to that Hooters and see if that lady we can get her to put her belly on the table again." Like that was great. Like we're the only ones in the world with this story. And we went back, and she'd been fired. It was one of my it was one of my least and most favorite memories ever at Hooters. Not fired, just not put on the schedule again. Yeah, that's probably what happened. It's like a lot of post firing. They just assumed she needed to be home with the babies. <laughs> anyway, uh, brought to you by Hooters. It is the Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Big day today. It's uh, National Viagra Day. Oh. And International Whiskey Day. Is it you that was trying to tell us we have to try it last week? You have to. 25 years ago heartburn. on this day, Viagra was approved. No kidding. Yep. Quarter century of Viagra. So you have heartburn? to be ready to go in order to fight the heartburn? Heartburn. Wow. Beware of heartburn. Well, I have enough problems with that. <laughs> no, you, you, it's, you gotta, like, the funny thing is, is that you take a Viagra and then ironically eat a banana to keep the heartburn at bay. 
I've learned that. <laughs> Two pills. A couple of baseless fun facts. I don't know that I'll ever take it again. Unless absolutely necessary. You took two at once? Well, no, I took one. Oh. That's kind of a goof, a joke to see, and heartburn. And the... uh, Day and a half what? No, no, no. Heartburn lasts like an hour, but it's miserable. It's the worst you've ever had. And then you read, and it's like sometimes there's side effects that are heartburn for some people. It says, eat a banana. I ate a banana, and it went away, which was great. And then, I'm telling you, man, the spontaneous erections are... (laughs) Oh, we're doing this now. Huh? Yeah, and it's like, uh, I like lasagna. And I'm like, what are you doing? We're standing next to food. <laughs> Down. And since I've taken that thing, that's been a normal Sonia occurrence. Lasa- yeah, I was at the Sun's Buffet the other night. I'm like, God damn it. It's got a memory. Those hot dogs. <laughs> Me too. The summit of Mount Everest is about the size of two ping pong tables. Really? I thought it was bigger, too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I thought of it ever. I never have. I can imagine that's about the, right. Yeah, you know, you see those group mountain, photos right? up there, but you see those people. You know, I've seen like 10 or 15 people in the photos. Sure, but I've always seen it next to that sign that says the highest point in the world. Yeah. And then I always look and like there's a rock a little higher than that sign. I'm like, and well, no, it's it not. loaded with flags? Like everybody just goes and plants something there? Yeah, it's I think like they, littering. The Sherpas pull all that stuff out. Oh, they do? Otherwise, it, do they litter bodies and they don't pick them up. So well, they, they just go get the flag. They got they can't chip them out of the ice, right? Isn't Some it? they just leave because it's dangerous to haul them back. Oh. Yeah, like Mr. Green Jeans is my favorite one. And a combo. The last guy they found, he was like half. It melted down, yeah. so half the body was just sticking out, and you just for some of them are like, they just keep going by. Him. Evidently, landmarks should go yeah, by. Yeah, that's the Green Man, and the Mr. Green Jeans, Mr. Green Pants is there. And <laughs> when the snow started to melt, and they were worried about global warming, and uncovered a few new ones. That's pretty awesome. Hillary Clinton worked at a salmon cannery in Alaska after she graduated college. That's why. All right, there that makes go. that makes sense. I get it. Now. Things right that makes sense to me. But I've got been trying fired. to figure it out. Well, yeah, because the salmon were getting sick, being too slow at <laughs> scooping out the salmon guts. <laughs> I scooped out her salmon guts a few times. Stop I'll tell it, you. Bill. That's why Chelsea's here. That's exactly right, and that's why she's salmon colored. <laughs> She's Slot a bright machines. red baby. She is. She looks like a human salmon. <laughs> my daughter is based on my wife's <laughs> prior job of gutting fish. It explains so much. That's why so many air fresheners. Our bedroom looks like a car wash display with those little tiny evergreen trees. <laughs> Her nickname's Sockeye. That's right, Brady. <laughs> Slot machines, us. Uh, they show fruit symbols because they were debuted in the late 1800s. Late 1800s? In the late 1800s. <laughs> that was neat. I like that. Late teen, 18. <laughs> Some of the prizes were actually fruits. Oh. By giving that fruit away instead of money because companies avoided breaking gambling laws. Right. So you get three cherries, you get like a thousand things. And you avoid scurvy. That I never knew. Dailymeal.com recently ranked 11 fast food places on the best ice cubes. Oh, yeah. Sonic is number one. By far. Yeah. They've got that hospital With the ice. perfect ice. They aren't cubes. They're, not, they're nuggets, and they're crunchable. Still hard enough to, uh, they don't melt too yeah. quickly. Based on that, I have a machine that makes those little yeah, tiny man. baby nugget ice cubes. We, we got one of those, too. We have one of those. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. And it just keeps making it. 
He just chunks them out. My friend's got the big, giant uh, garbage can version of it. Like it's it's for parties for four hundred. Wow! You should see this thing. It cost him a fortune, but he's like, no, it's the best ice in the world, and I've got loads of it forever and ever. Keep it clean. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got You got to clean that a lot. <laughs> Chick Fil A is second because their ice chills drinks without watering them down. Um, followed by Dairy Queen, Isn't Pizza Hut, impossible? Starbucks. Depends on how fast you drink. Jimmy John's, Dunkin', Burger King, McDonald's. Last was Taco Bell. Bad ice. said uneven lumps of frozen water so bad it's embarrassing. Well, let's be honest here. Uh, Mexicans and the word ice usually don't like to combine. (laughs) A new study. uh, These researchers at Sweden had 48 socially anxious women. Sniff samples of people's armpit sweat. Yeah. And for some reason, it helped. Helped. They what? went through mindfulness therapy as well, which helped a little bit uh, their anxiety. That alone cut their anxious feelings by 17%. Just the Body odor. mindfulness therapy. But when they also smelled a stranger's BO, their social anxiety dropped 39%. More than twice what the therapy did alone. It was a small study, so more research is needed, but they exposed women to different types of BO for two days. No matter what kind of sweat it was, they saw the, uh, the same result. Some of the sweat was taken from people while they were watching a funny movie. Taken? Ugh. That sounds awful. You scoop it with a, like a spoon? Others were samples from uh, taken from scary movies. Both types of BO seemed to have a calming effect. Is it because they're worried about themselves and then they smell something that goes, at least I don't smell that bad, so it calms them down a little? They're not sure. Wow, that's weird. So when you're feeling anxious, just wander over to the office uh, pig and put your nose in their armpit and calm yourself a little bit. What are you doing? It's a magic little area there on a sweaty pig. Imagine that. Oh, God, you smell terrible. <laughs> You're calling me way down. Hey, Moynihan, come here. You're like, why is he the office sweater? Why do you why do you blame Moynihan? Went right to Moynihan. Why do you go right to Moynihan? That poor bastard's been through enough. <laughs> why do you got to name him? He just likes the name. I don't it even fits. think he's the sweaty guy in the office. He's not. No. That lady Mary used, Mary used to be. She used to sweat. Yet. Her face used to sweat visibly. Like, like man, oh, man. Like dripping off her chin. When she get nervous, it was hilarious. Who is our office sweat? Who's the... Scott you, the bot. No, Scott smells like angels. <laughs> Moroni. Moroni blesses him with... Paul Marshall. Uh, yeah, if I needed yeah. to go to an armpit for anxiety yeah. relief. <laughs> Marshall's it. You're right. Yeah, I'm thinking that's it. You're right. <laughs> Paul Marshall's the answer. <laughs> Who else could there be? Some of those promo kids I don't necessarily want to... But they're not here. Oh, I wouldn't get you can get some BO, good BO there. Yeah. That yeah. or you get a contact high. Yeah, you're yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna fail the drug you're test. Oh, yeah. tent. Who would it be? Good God, it's one of those moments where if you can't name the office sweat pig, it's you. I can't Weaver smells great. I can't think of one person outside of Paul. And no, nobody. Maybe Toledo. Is Toledo bad? Is your armpits good? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, solid. Hmm. <laughs> God, it might be me. Utah just became no. the first mm-hmm. state to ban kids from using social media without their parents' approval. It is set to go into effect March 1st of next year. God, I wonder if they'll figure out a way around it. Yeah. 
the governor signed two bills on Thursday designed to shield kids from social media and protect their mental health. The second bill basically says companies like TikTok can't intentionally make their apps addictive. (laughs) If they do, parents and kids can sue them now. Oh, there's going to be frivolous lawsuits like crazy. Opponents of the laws plan to challenge them in court, violating free speech, assuming they don't go into effect. But and nobody does, told you to sign up. Although they did it with the gaming, they did it with the uh, the you know you can buy stuff along the way in games, and that yeah. did become an addiction. And they got in trouble for that. And like you said, getting around them, like the 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 rules are: everyone in Utah will have to verify their age to use social oh. media sites like TikTok, Instagram. I'll tell you Facebook. This, that age verification on the internet is one strong firewall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you age? Yes. yes. Oh my God. How did I pass that test? Even with parents' permission, kids won't be able to access social media between 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. Unless they... So any under 18 accounts... questions. The, mm-hmm. When's your birthday? Oh, if I just put a different year and I've, I've figured it out. Any of those under 18 accounts will be blocked from scrolling... For those eight hours. Social media apps won't be allowed to show kids advertisements while they, they scroll. Yeah. And they won't be able to collect user data either. And the last one is all social media sites will have to give parents a way to access their kids' accounts. They should do it like um, sprinkler timers. Like, like the hub. Let's say dad's phone's the hub. And then at 10 o'clock, dad can code in and shut all the phones down except his for all internet access until he turns it back on. That way the kid can't figure out your password or whatever and can't get his phone is dead until the hub says it's on. At least four other states are looking at a similar law right now. We actually have Ohio, Minnesota. You can do that? Yeah, with the Google Home, yeah. you can you can it shows you every device that's connected to your internet. And you can click them off. You can click them on and off. Oh, that's beautiful. and you can set and times you can, and you can time it. But yeah. so can the boy. No, he can't. He no. can't get he to Google. Have, he doesn't have access to to the uh, overall app. Ah. Once it shuts everything. off, it's off. Yeah. Do you have that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Problem is, is he's got unlimited data on his phone, so I got to call Verizon and then shut that off. Oh. At a certain. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like everything yeah. on the plan. The, the main phone is like, or who's the main phone? It's dad. And he can fire off a code and then all the phones shut off. And and, and nobody can go. Ronnie and, runs it. She right. shuts mine off. That's and, fine. And she know. should. She, well, there's no reason for you to worry that your phone's on or off at 10 o'clock. You've been asleep for three hours. Anyway. That's right. I tell you, the one, the one, <laughs> if you want your teen's attention, turn off remotely, turn off your internet. And time, how right. long it takes the door Well, you to can open. get around the internet being <laughs> Bro, bro. Yeah. Did you turn off the internet? Yeah. I was in a match. <laughs> you were what? We were on Fortnite, me and Adrian. Uh, okay. Well, we were getting raided. I was in the yeah. middle of buying gummies. Yeah. You just need a wireless connection. And if you don't, you just turn off your Wi-Fi and your phone goes on its own. Like you said, it's right. got unlimited right. data. This I'm talking about, just it's over. Yeah, no. I, I You can only I receive phone calls. I you know, all the time. You know what else you can't get? Just a standard flip phone. Yeah. I'll, even they have a flip phone still, but guess what it comes loaded with? Facebook, Instagram, oh, no Twitter. Huh. They all have apps on it, even though the screen is smaller. Yeah. Two. Well, Utah's teaching their little Mormon kids how to lie. Yep. That's all. No, they don't do Be that. Be a parent and take the phone away from the kid. Precious angels don't do that, John. I know. That's true. Two New Orleans high school seniors 
have proven the Pythagorean theorem, 2,000-year-old theorem. Okay. Haven't we all done that? Using trigonometry. Huh? I don't even know. No, it's, uh, that's I guess. the whole thing that we did in school. Was, I don't know. I never did it. Calcia Johnson and Nakia Jackson are students at St. Mary's Academy. Recently gave a presentation of their findings at the American Mathematical Society. Got a picture of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is it? The What is the theorem? Yeah. The 2,000-year-old theorem established that the sum of the squares... I'm out. ...of a right triangle's two shorter sides equals the square of the hypo... <laughs> hypo the hypotenuse. Hypotenuse. <laughs> Yeah, so mm-hmm. when I said the what is longest. it, I asked the right guy. <laughs> you have any idea what you just said? Yes. You do? A squared plus B squared equals C so squared. So you're reading that too? <laughs> no, I don't. You have no idea. I have no clue. I know A, a They'll squared. They'll get to go anywhere they want for school. Oh, yes. They, you Planning solve on Solve something. Yeah. They already gave a, a rundown of the schools they're looking at. Where they're going to take their talents. Yeah, it's a beautiful mind. Yeah, it's basically uh, uh, goodwill hunting. That too, yeah. I don't understand any of it. The second you said squared, I'm out. There's a man in uh, North Carolina named Jason Scott. He purchased a Maserati for more than $68,000 last November as a birthday present for his wife. But this Maserati is not doing 185. It's in the police garage right now. Stolen. Nice Joe Walsh reference. Yeah, it was a solid, <laughs> yeah. solid, timely reference. Slid to it right it. in. Joe Walsh song. <laughs> Jason bought the car from Carvana, and everything was fine until last month when he took the car into the dealership to be serviced. Stolen. That's when the technicians made a discovery. The parts on the car didn't match the year of the VIN numbers oh. on the window and the door. Then they found a different VIN on the chassis. Carvana said it was a 2021 model, but it was actually a 2017. Turns out the Maserati was reported stolen last summer. Jason was questioned by the police, but he was cleared after showing the paperwork from his purchase. But they still needed to impound the car. Jason called Carvana. At first, it was kind of tough, but eventually they (laughs) agreed to refund all his money and offered him $1,000 for the hassles. But he's demanding $1 million for putting him through <laughs> right. this chaos so and hurting his reputation. Somewhere between 1000 and a million they need to just settle in. Yeah. That's well, it does kind of... How does that hurt his reputation? He's got a reputation. To, uh, for what? Uh, he got rooked. No. He's got yeah. a reputation for buying Maseratis. His so wife's birthday present. And he thought he got one. So, it, I mean, it hurts with his wife. Like, you cheap son of a... He basically told her he went to the dealership. Turns out he carvoned her a Maserati. That was five years old. So it looks like he was lying. Yeah, he was getting one two years old. No, it was a 17. It was a 2021. No, he, he thought, thought it was. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, But he bought her a 2017, told her it was a 2021, and then made this story up about Carvana to look good. This dude's lying to his yeah, wife. Yeah, you think? That he's lying to his wife, and that's why he wants a million dollars is because he's getting an ear beating. He's got to pretend be- like he didn't know that he was trying to hose her on this car. What if they would just settle it and just buy her a Carvana just... Buy the Maserati. Let's get her a new car. Yeah, get That's her a pretty good one. idea. There's a good settlement. Let's get you a brand new 2023 uh, Ghibli. Those are good looking cars. Is that the SUV? Maserati. No, it's the sedan. It's really cool. Four door. This guy, John Daniel Banks, 32 years old. He's been staying in a building without permission. He's squatting. 
apparently he, uh, he had a bed. He has a he doesn't have a stove, but he uh, decided to light a bag of chips on fire to cook cook the nachos. Sure, basically put some cheese on that. Flame spread to his bed. He claims he tried to put the fire out, but eventually left. Came back, and the second floor was engulfed in flames. Firefighters managed to put it out. Those are literally flaming hot nachos. Yep. <laughs> Quite literally. Before it spread to the roof in the building next door, but it went through a multi-million dollar renovation last year. Oh. Everything inside of the building was ruined by smoke and water damage. Oh, by the, the way, building? no one hurt. No, it didn't go through a multi-million dollar renovation. A homeless guy was living yeah. on the second floor. The building next door. So yeah. what? Yeah. Even still. Yeah. Multi-million dollar renovations next door. Get rid of the homeless guys next door. He's looking at 10 years in prison. That's a bad remodel. If you still have homeless people in the neighbor's house, your remodel didn't do what it was supposed to do. (laughs) You're not going to get the ROI. Yeah, it's like, well, we remodeled our house. There's still homeless and rats next door. You you, you uh, overextended yourself in a bad neighborhood. If I've got homeless people in the building next to me and I did a multi-million dollar remodel... I tried to gentrify that area too quickly. We're going to rebuild the whole neighborhood in one house. Watch this. This dude in New York uh, entered a daycare center in Clarkson while it was closed, stole some diapers and formula, and left a note behind to indicate he wanted to pretend to be a baby girl. <laughs> All right. His name's Daniel, but he wanted to go <laughs> no. by Danielle. He wants to be my baby girl. Yeah. Renfield. So he stole the diapers and formula, left a, a note along with $120, asking if the daycare had adult-sized diapers yeah. and if the staff would play along and help change Danielle. He took his shot. Run with it. He took. Yeah, he, he did. And then he went shot. to another place and left 200 bucks. same thing, while they arrested him. And uh, he agreed, I got a problem. I'm dealing one, with a little addiction. On, but it's illegal to want to be a little kid? No, but stealing, uh, well, he wasn't really stealing diapers, but he was leaving money, whether or not it's, he'd break into the place, get the diapers and formula, and then leave a note in money. Hmm. Oh. That's illegal. He wasn't getting permission. Yeah, that is. Okay. So I thought he was doing it while they were all there. No. Like during business hours and just participating, but he wanted to be, he's, yeah, that's wrong. Okay. So he's breaking. At one of the places, one of the ladies said she found someone drank half a bottle of formula. Oh. Used a bib and stole three diapers. (laughs) <laughs> and this is like they close, and then he busts in and plays little girl. Yeah, but he, but and he was, then he asked the note if there's anyone else that would uh, help that him would, out, like wants to show up when he's breaking in and help. Yeah, him. I'm tired of doing this alone. Let's set this uh, during working hours. <laughs> well, let's do that. It's in this world of freak shows that we have to act like everybody's normal and not insane. Let's do want to play. Want Danielle be, be a baby today? Adult baby daycare. Sounds like an episode of Springer. Oh, it's Springer was right on the money. He was just 20 years early. Like, here's society, by the way. Here's a giant mirror on society. You guys, you don't want to pay attention to this, but this is right next door. I wonder how many people I know that want to be in diapers and wander around and pretend to be a baby. I bet the number's not zero. I bet it isn't either. I bet that I've met somebody who secretly fetishes around their house with a, a rattle and a binky and a bonnet. <laughs> You know who I think it might be? Kevin Ray. And I don't know why he's the first one that came to mind. I can see that. Because he's just like me calling out. (laughs) No, no, no. This is just my fantasy. You you called Steve a name. He's probably asleep right now in his crib. I think Kay Ray sleeps in a crib. 
Gagagoo. <laughs> I just want to hear him rattles the thing. Boom! Goes the diapy. <laughs> we can't do radio videos. No. Nope. We can't because we can't do it on the screen. Yeah. We can't no, do we it on, on the TV. No, because I, I attach to that too. Yeah, but you can't just turn your screen around? Uh, yeah. How hard is that? Well, I guess not. Things attached. Do you have good ones? Have you seen the video of the There's truck that fell off the semi and hit the girls? car next to him and it's then the car just goes in the air and starts flipping. oh that kia soul i don't know I what it is send, everybody's dead chris because chris uh drives a kia soul yeah you're the rooting tire for him to get into it yeah well after he showed him how to drive yeah, that's that's why. he would know how to avoid <laughs> that you would hit it but yeah the uh it's a horrifying like it's just it and it nobody did anything wrong it was just luck of the draw that the tire shoots off of the semi and hits this car and just sends it spinning and everyone, and it's done. Jeez. And they were just tooling along, do 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 do, and <laughs> it's over. It's all you on the freeway right now. If you're next to a truck, slow down. Evidently, they shoot those. Th- I've had a uh, the retread one of the bolts. Of the- no, one of the bolts shot off of uh, a truck, and it sounds like a bullet. And it, <laughs> and it oh. shot across the freeway, and it hit the truck in front of me. And I just thought to myself, because at the time I was in a little tiny sports car. That would have gone right through the window. It would have been a headshot. You could see it, and it sounds like a gunshot went off. And it was one of the the lug nuts on the tire. And they're big on those trucks. <laughs> Just shot across the road. I didn't know what it was. And then one of the times so the brakes went crazy on a truck next to me. And that's the worst sound you've ever heard in your life on a freeway at 80 miles an hour. What do you mean went crazy? Like they I, locked it up? It started or? making noise, and it sounds like it, it's loud. Yeah, I can't. Re- I don't. I don't really know what the comparison would be, other than this just crazy clacking shooting sound. It was awful. I don't like. I don't like driving. I don't like driving behind things where somebody's got something tied to the truck. Even pool equipment, guys. I don't like your setups where you've got the big pool net hanging off the roof. Uh-uh. Yeah, and the ladders on the racks. Ladders. I'm, I just move. Ones. I just yeah. get out of the way. One of the videos: a guy gets caught by a cable. And gets thrown into another body. I think Brett's Carbon done that one. Ooh. I yeah. think so. The right. other one was a good leg break. Well, I talked to Mike at uh, IT to get our TV fixed. He goes, I'll just swap them out. I'm like, is that all you need to do? Yeah. Well. Well, it's all the boxes that are attached. Chop, chop. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Chief. <laughs> We's waiting. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there you go. That is your Brady Report. No videos today. Well, well, that's all right. I needed a break anyway. Oh, I'll get some good ones. I know. Right. Now we're going to have a double up tomorrow. We promised that. Uh, and that's your Brady Report. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's time now for Brady to fix your problems. It's a beautiful thing. You have that clip ready of the uh, news lady? Yeah. We, Brady, we, I didn't know about this. Brady had talked about it, showed it to us over the weekend. Listen to this. This lady just lost her job for this. Listen to this. I'm up with. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, we know it. She'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? She's fired for that. Barbie Bassett. <laughs> wow. Play it again. <laughs> well, get this. this. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, we know it. She'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling That's you. That's it. Can't say that, Whitey. What's wrong with you? She said, faux shizzle, my nizzle. Well, she's standing well, next to a... I think the weather guy's a black guy. Yeah, he's black. Well, he's... Yeah. he's 
he yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know how this works she's so, been missing from the broadcast since right. march 8th she's out and she said that <laughs> because they were doing a story about snoop dogg's wine then the best part of it is the in the article it says she also tweeted that very same phrase out in 2011 <laughs> like <gasps> jesus christ again i'm warning you Social media is a viper in your pocket, ready to strike, and you can't. Even, and it can strike you from the grave. 2011 is 12 years ago. You tweeted for shizzle my nizzle 12 years ago, thinking nothing of it, and now you can lose your job because it confirms your. I don't know. It's just that's absolute blah blah blah. That's baby talk for shizzle my nizzle. We know what it means, but isn't that the same as saying n word and not saying it all the way? It's like yeah. it's like us humming along in the car right. when that word comes up. Like, anyway, mm-hmm. but then we found out what really went on. Yeah, Brady did some research, which is very rare. <laughs> uh, but he, he? Yeah, well, he'll research a hot girl's Deep. Instagram or like a girl that might be smoke show, and saw the lady t- in 2011 the picture of her when she was a a strapping new young news lady, and she was pretty. And then in the last 12 years, she has swallowed several Volkswagens. <laughs> And turned into Ursula from uh, The Little Mermaid. And there might be an ulterior, ulterior uh, motive to uh, yeah. have her move on. That lady could have said nighttime, and it's too close to the N-word. And they were, they were looking for a reason to get rid of her. Did she say darkness on the air? Close enough. Get her out of here. Get a goddamn dolly and a, and a flatbed and let's roll her out. She's big now. She looks a little bit like, whoa. She dyed her hair and ate Paula Deen. <laughs> anyway, and, and that's not her fault. Pro- that's the promo photo of uh, that's the meteorologist. The same. That's what she used to look. Yeah, like. yeah. It's not the same woman. And now she says nizzle too often, so <laughs> can't do that. And she tweeted it in 2011. See if you can give uh, Carol a story about gas nozzles, and if she slips up with one verb, one little consonant flop, we're getting her. The. Gas nizzles. I mean nozzles. That's it. We got her. Get her out of there. Get her fat ass over to the buffet. Bring in the smoke show from Cronkite. And that's the goal. They just they needed a reason to get rid of her. So when they fired her, it wasn't because she was ugly now. The news has a problem with that. It used to just be... I remember Janine Ford was a Channel 12 lady. And uh, she was a... They, they sold her. And I remember this. As uh, this one, I was a kid. I want, I've, I've been a local news junkie and didn't even know it since I was a kid. Janine Ford, remember her? Yeah, she, she, came over to she was a beauty pageant winner. Yeah, she was like Miss Arizona. Miss Arizona. And they showed her it, it, when they're like, welcome Janine Ford to 12 News. And the commercials were her and her beauty pageant thing. A local Arizona, former Miss Arizona. She's riding on a horse, looking hot as can be. And then a few years later, a eh, eh, couple of kids, mm, not as much time on the treadmill. Suddenly, Janine's got to go. And they flat told her, you don't look the part anymore. Bye. Because that's the way it used to work on news. We're going to put you out in the field. You can't be goofy looking. And uh, we got to have a hotter. And then I think, I don't know if it was uh, Patty Kirkpatrick or somebody came rolling in there. and Thin, pretty young. Got her out of there. Now they can't do that in the news anymore. So they got to make up ways that you're racist to get you out. (laughs) She said nizzle. (laughs) Nizzle. Can you believe it? I'm pretty sure nizzle. Even everybody just kind of winks and goes, all right. Even if you were being racist and you said, look here, Nizzle. <laughs> like the, the, the black guy would be like, that's hilarious. Like he's still trying to be respectful and racist at the same time. What's up, my ninja? Right. 
Right. But it's the danger of the... Uh, she also used the phrase in 2011 on Twitter. So we've got her. She's a regular user of the nizzle word. <laughs> Nizzle's not a word. <laughs> it's gibberish. And uh, she's fired for it. But you know, I, I, I liked the old days when you could be honest about firing somebody on TV. Cause, like They just look terrible now. She just looks bad on TV. So they were looking for a reason to can her, and they got it. When she said, faux shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> Be careful. Go back in your uh, tweets and your Facebooks and find the day that you said nizzle and erase it. Because it's tragic. Brady, are you ready to solve the world's issues? It's time for uh, What Would Brady Do? It's brought to you by Mo Money Pawn, MMP Guns right there, 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, You got everything you've ever needed in the world of guns, in the world of all the other stuff, tools. They got loads of that, and it's all on the up and up. The guys running that show are great, uh, and they do an awesome job for you, especially with that M&P guns thing. Build your own AR-15, grab all the ammo for it. They got classes on how to build it. They'll show you exactly how to get it done right, and uh, for about half the price of one built, you can build your own, walk out of there with an amazing uh, piece of machinery in your hands, and a little more knowledge than you had before, I'm sure of it. Uh, M&P guns right there inside Mo Money Pond, and they are helping us find out what Brady would do. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Dear Brady. My neighbors are never, ever good to their dog. They actually suck so bad that there's times I have the dog at my house for a couple of days and they don't know. Uh, I'll walk the dog just when I'm bored in the afternoon. I go take him right out of the yard. Uh, let the dog in my house in the middle of the night and let him sleep in my house instead of in their backyard. And then when I go to work in the morning, I put him back and they've never noticed. Uh, I am moving in April. I think I'm stealing it. Thoughts? Swami. Swami is that. Should he steal the dog? He's been stealing kind of anyway. Well, you could get in trouble for that, Swami. Sure, sure. Um, I think you need to talk to the people and say, (laughs) I would love to take your dog. Right. I love your dog. Um, And he spends a lot of time over here. But they don't know that. Yeah, and so that's the other issue is if... Because it's pretty easy to open your doors to... If people are letting a dog out and it comes over there, a well, lot of times... To me, it sounded like he wasn't being let out. He's just living no, in the backyard and that guy's getting him out of there. I, I um, you know, I had a neighbor at one time and their and their dog lived out in the side yard right. the entire year round. Awful. And um, I walked it a few times right. and I had to put the dog down. Why? With a, what did you because, do? How um, far did you walk it? No kidding. They're out of town. And um, it was just she had two young kids. Oh, and I remember. It was just that. that one time where the dog. It just you knew. Same thing happened with Petey. It's like right. the back end goes yeah, out, yeah. and it was it was time. And fortunately, we had a vet in our neighborhood. And uh, but they knew about yeah. it. You didn't put the dog down without them. No, knowing. no, no, no. Yeah, it yeah. Didn't sound like and they that. knew when you were walking it. You weren't just stealing it out of the yard. Right. Right. Yeah, That's but uh, uh, well, it was different in the fact that. If it got to a point where I'm saying we would take the dog for, if you don't want the dog, you know, but then that immediately you're. See, I think what you should do is go to them and say, I want your dog. Yeah. I spent, you don't know this, but I spent tons of time petting him and playing with him and goofing around with him in the back. I would love to take your dog. I've grown so fond of your dog. And they'd be like, no, that's ours. I'm like, please just, you know, and pay them. Because you know what people will do. It's like once they, oh, taking that away. No, no, no. Now we want it now. 
Yeah, say you can't really. So maybe you should just steal it. I would. Um, I would do that first. Steal I would it? ask him. Oh yeah, but see, then you can't steal it because yeah, if you funny, ask yeah. for it and then it disappears, they know who did it. The problem is you already admitted that you're yeah. you're thinking about stealing this dog on the air. Yeah, like so, what Brett would have done is never talked about right. it and just stolen the dog. Out of sight, out of mind. Gone. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So sad that your dog is uh, missing. I can't even imagine what that's got to be like. I don't know what that was. Uh, it isn't in my house, though. He's letting the dog in to sleep with him and stuff at night. He's, you know, you've got a little hand that rocks the cradle going on. That would there. be a little concerning if I were the neighbor and I knew that, too. About well, they the don't know. That. I know. And he knows they shouldn't know that. But if he's sitting there worried about the dog in the back. And I've been in situations where I see a dog that is not treated the way I would treat a dog. Right? Like, because I spoil my dogs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I have to shake my head and say, that dog is fine. They're not abusing it. Otherwise, you'd call somebody, get the dog taken away. They're not abusing it. He's getting food. He's getting water. It is a little disconcerting that if you've had the dog for a couple days and they don't know it, that's troubling. And that's how I looked at it, too. On the, but you, know. you can't save them your way. I, I go you to can. people's houses and I look and I'm like, oh, this poor dog. But it's only a poor dog compared to what my bougie bitch dogs get. Which is just run of the house. My dogs have their own home. Yeah. They have their own home. And that is not a joke. There's their a, own AC. They have their own air conditioning system. They have a separate backyard just for them. The house is was purchased with them solely in mind saying, oh, there's a second backyard. That'll be just for them. And they have run of the other backyard. Nothing's better than your good news kennels. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, this is Michael Vick would his head would pop off. Why are you so nice to him? There are hundreds of thousands of people that wish they could live as good as my dogs do. But that means that I'm doing something over the top. Whereas if I went to like Brady's house and saw, oh my, I would think certain things you do are crazy, and you're great to your dog. Because I just do too much. Oh, it's too much. It's too far. I still have dog guilt every now and then. Yeah. Like, I got to get them out more. I, sure. I got to walk them every day, and I don't. Uh, I already see it coming. Cha-ching, yeah, Well, No, it isn't about bragging. It's it's about the, the it, tiny, big, or otherwise, the whole house was designed yeah. for them. I took a room of the house and made it the dog's house. It's not even human. But you can't live in it as a person. It's just for them. And it's because they don't have kids. It would be a kid's room right. otherwise. It's not. I have dogs, and that's theirs. They have their own separate entrance. It's ridiculous. Now, if I saw somebody who kept their dogs out all night, I'd be like, oh, this is terrible. i got to do something. But it, that's by my standards. So don't steal the dog. Have someone else do it, and then bring <laughs> it to them, and then they'll get in trouble and say, you didn't know that was happening. Like Kiva right now, like spending most of the time outside, like she'll – she likes sleeping out in the dog bed outside for right now, and then in summer rolls yeah. around, she's in. My dogs have access to a pretty good size yard, and they stand and stare at me in the window all day long. When they're outside, they just stare inside. When they're inside, they just stare outside. Because they're spoiled brats. They know I can have anything I want whenever. My dogs are getting to the point now where they'll get up and tell me when it's time for cookies. Yeah. Jack gets up and looks at me and goes, Boof. I'm like, no, not right now. And then he walks over and stands next to the cookie jar. 
until I get up and give him one. And I'm like, God damn it. He is, he got a little hungry and wanted a snack. It's like having Ralphie May and a dog in my house. Give me some cheese. It's why you're up, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I struggle with that. I can't save all the dogs. I can't have them all have. And I'm sure there's some people out there that look at my, my way and like, uh, I even do more for mine than you do. Uh, everybody's got their own threshold. The crazy part is the dog only knows what it knows. So it probably loves its life. I look at people, homeless people with a dog. Oh, my God. I go bananas. But that dog loves that guy. No, the dog doesn't know anything. He doesn't know. No. He doesn't know he's supposed to have a yard and a house. He doesn't know. He's got to, he, think of it. He's got to be the happiest thing in the world. He's got the, they got walk the biggest around. yard he ever. Yeah. Walked every day. He's wandering around. The whole, the whole city's his yard. Most of the time, those people take better care of their dogs than themselves. Absolutely. Or feeding them first. Yep. Which I actually like. Yeah. Don't steal the dog. Go get your own dog. Yeah, he doesn't have a dog. I thought yeah. he maybe you would think you'd have a dog if you were that addicted to your neighbor's dog. You were coveting your neighbor's uh, dog. I think that's biblical not to do that. Uh, dear Brady, I realized this morning that I have been calling a guy at work by the wrong name for the last eight months. <laughs> uh, Jim's name is actually Sam. He's never once corrected me, and I've said his name a thousand times. I am wildly embarrassed. He's answered to Jim every time. I'll actually say, come here, Jim. He comes over. Do I suddenly switch up to Sam or just stay with Jim until he says something? Fred. My man. <laughs> it's Brady's man. It is. You've well, com- except it, it, you've it, committed it, it, to a word. I think it's very funny for the most part when you finally say, I got to apologize. I've been calling you by the wrong name for eight months um, because most of the time, I don't know. Oh, you've probably tough. done it. I do Brett, it you've time. probably done oh, yeah. it. If someone's calling you the wrong name, you never correct it. Yeah, it's just like, who cares? I never yeah. corrected Donovan McNabb. Yeah. It was Grady. Oh, you're I, Grady? I gave him a sauce, a bottle of uh, Brady sauce at one time. Oh, thank you, Grady. <laughs> he didn't want that. <laughs> well, he just woke up, too, so it was kind of hard to... Yeah, he didn't care. I've met Eddie Johnson about 12 times on Saturday night. He goes, name, and put his hand out. And I'm like, John, Eddie. I'm like, I know. And he goes, pleasure to meet you. And I'm like, again. <laughs> but again. I laugh because it's like, all right, he doesn't you care. Yeah. He's not, he meets a billion it people. Doesn't, doesn't I don't care. think the guy, uh, it won't bother the guy too much. He might laugh at it like, geez, this guy still hasn't gone out. Yeah. And I, I think you run with it. Yeah. Don't say a word. Let Sam Jim come to you and go, you've never said my name wrong. Like, I know. I've been waiting for you to tell me. Make him the idiot. I know your name's Sam. I call you Jim because you answered to it. Puppet strings. I call people by the wrong name a lot, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. I never trust. I, I sometimes I look at Brett, and I'm like, "Is it Brett?" I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I always feel like I'm getting everyone's name wrong. I'm terrible at it. Brady just says "ma man" or "chief" or something like that. When he doesn't know your name, he "ma man" you. And if I can create a nickname for you, immediately it'll be the nickname What's Magic up? Man. What's up, Red Hat? <laughs> All right, I'll go with that. Uh, ooh, dear Brady, I've been with my boyfriend for six months. He is Hispanic, and I am white Hispanic. I'm 29, healthy, lean, 34B, enough of a butt for my body type, but still not the look that you see all over the place now with those big giant asses and boobs, thick girls, as you'd call them. Uh, yesterday, my boyfriend uh, said, no guy wants a lean woman. He made me feel insecure about my body a few times, now suggesting that I get a boob job or hike a little bit more so my butt grows. 
what would Brady do? Do I dump him for not appreciating me as I am or try to gain all the things he's looking for? Uh, imagine, Brady, if it was your daughter whose boyfriend was doing this to her. What would you say? I've listened to you guys for over 10 years. I love the humor and sensibility. It's why I'm asking. Sophia. Sophia, if you really loved him or appreciate him, you'd get a butt job, a boob job. And, you'd do it. No, and you, you'd pay for it. <laughs> you got to be comfortable in your body. No, you've answered it. We're moving okay. on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> get, your ass fixed. get your ass fixed, flat butt. <laughs> And if he's looking to pick up the tab, right? If he's going to pay for it, why are you so rude? Yeah, why are you even questioning? You're it? selfish. Not only are you a flat ass, you're selfish. If he's going to pay for a button boobs, make an appointment, sister. That's right. He's just paved the way for you to Gold City. Exactly. You know what you can He'll do be with gone that? After the purchase, build the perfect Sophia, and then walk. And then you'll realize, man, with this new ass and these new cans, I'm, I deserve better than this. You've gone from Maryvale to Kierlin Commons. That's exactly right. Yes. No more steak knives in the legs every argument. <laughs> now the only steak knife you'll see is at uh, Mancuso's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can find yourself a, a very wealthy Scott Stalian. No, you can't. She has to let him appreciate it. But I would take advantage yeah, of a guy I, paying for boobs and butts. I think uh, the big butt trend, at least the implant and stuff, that's going down, isn't it? Well, it's kind of going I would, out. I would never do a butt The implant. Kardashian yeah. factor is mm. not it's in gonna, as much. It's going to change. I mean, but big butts have stayed big for a while now. I, it's, I thought it would be over by now. It's not. It's like low-rise jeans from like 2003 to 2006, where the, and they're done. Like you see those now. That's mom terrible. jeans. Yeah, now they're pulling them up to their chest now. I don't know. I don't know how to see that one. Sophia, do you love him? Or do you Don't go it? cuckoo. Stay comfortable yeah. in your body. Your body's yeah. fine. Maybe not. Yeah, she could be a fast Send back. Send some pictures over to <laughs> D. Toledo. Yeah, D. Toledo at 98 KUPD. We'll be the judge of this. <laughs> you asked, Sophia. Do you want the honest answers? You could use a can or two. <laughs> but if you're comfortable with yourself and you sound like you are, and you've got a good personality and you're fun to be with, then it doesn't matter. But don't take, uh, you know, just because he's like leaner or something, you know, yeah. makes a comment like that. If it starts to becoming a... He wants a thick woman. You're not a thick woman. You're on two different pages. You'll regret radically changing yourself for someone else. If you want to do it for you, do it. If you don't, don't. But just know, no one wants a fastback. No, absolutely. <laughs> but you have to do it for yourself. Like if a woman told me, you know. You need three more inches on that thing. I would leave out of embarrassment. I'm not going to go to a surgeon. <laughs> I'm just going to date midgets from there. You're on your way to Mexico to get that job reversed. <laughs> I, look, lady, you think I don't know that? I don't need you shining a light on it. I don't need your spotlight on my insecurities. Don't. You could use a facelift. You're kind of not symmetrical. All right, we're done here. But guys seem to tend to they'll tell girls that because they know girls are a little bit more self-conscious about their bodies. We are to a, but we're not going to a surgeon to get it fixed. If a chick says that our dicks are too small, we just we just hate them and move on. Yeah. 
Next. Yeah, all right. Let's. Or we put it in the butt. Not so small anymore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you're screaming. I guess Tiny's got some action on him. Uh, dear Brady, I need you to tell me if I'm a horrible human being or not. I'm not religious. Uh, grew up Catholic, but I hate organized religion now. My daughter, age 11, asked me last week what happens when we die. And in my mind, I thought and said out loud, nobody knows. We're all born and we all die. And I assume there's a similar place for each side, but I'm not sure. And she says, okay, cool. And starts having ideas about what happens after we die from there. No worries on her face at all. Thinks like me, I didn't give it another thought. This week at work... Uh, I'm a psychiatric nurse. Uh, I told my coworkers, thinking it was kind of funny, and the response I was getting, you tell every kid that they go to heaven. Why would you tell her there's no heaven? Why would you tell her there's nothing? And all I could do is say, I don't know. It didn't cross my mind. What makes me a better or worse person? Telling her how I feel or telling her some sort of myth I don't believe in? Uh, my kid is stable and realistic, which I think it's not a bad idea. Uh, but you believe in heaven, uh... I don't want her to be the satanic kid at school. Should I lie about heaven? Carrie. Um, this is the thing where it comes down to the, your, I mean, it's your stance. It's your kid. And you grew up believing in that and you've changed a little bit. Yeah. I think you're, you're being honest about it. Um, but also, you know, you know, I think the, the answer of I don't know is pretty yeah. simply, you know, because we don't know. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You lied about Santa. You lied about the Easter yeah. Bunny. You can lie about heaven for a little while. And when they start sure. asking questions, just go, you got to find your own thing. That's kind of what my parents did. It's like, you, uh, we're not 100% sure. We're not really totally committed. And my dad believes there's heaven. My mom believes in some sort of weird spiritual thing. That's because my yeah. witchcraft sisters talked her into it. Yeah, I still think we have a, a, Maybe. a soul. and But I got no do I know it. where heaven right. is? No, I don't. We, right. you know... In the past, we've always pointed upwards. Right. Which is down to people in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, we don't know. So I think, yes, telling a kid you don't know, find your own answers. That's the best thing you can do. Or implant your ideas in their heads like you're supposed to. You're supposed to have a little version of you growing up. And if they find new paths later, that's fine. But as a kid, you just, you give them the best you got. The design behind it you know initially even if it was even if it was duped as a kid is that being a good person there's rewards for that sure. at the end that's the whole santa claus thing yeah if you act like a good person when it's all over boy are you gonna get paid you'll have a nice place to rest it's it's heaven was invented to keep you from being hassled by people who would hassle you otherwise Try not to do bad things. Right. Just be nice. Why? What's what's in it for me? It's the essential. Re- well, you know, when we die, you know about the thing in the sky, right? There's everybody gets a free pie. That was the old Patton Oswalt thing. There's sky King gives you a cake. If you die, you get delicious cake. You're like, oh, I want cake. I still believe I have a pie waiting for me. You might have sky. a pie waiting for you. I think you're going to be in hell with me. If that thing exists, you're going to be there. I've talked to you. I know that you. That pie could be getting yeah. burnt somewhere. I know right what now. you really think and how you really are, so I don't think you're passing any of the tests. And I look forward to the day we're doing this show forever in hell. For the other people. You know, the ones all laughing at this show. None of you are making it. No. None of you. Guilt by association. You're hanging out with us. Uh, there you go. Well done. And don't say faux shizzle my nizzle anymore at work. Evidently, that's 
Just horribly racist. Even though I thought it was just nothing but gibberish, it's evidently it's terrible. And if you've ever tweeted it, it can come back and get you. The world's gone crazy. Especially if you've let yourself go in a visual medium. <laughs> Next time you say nizzle, they're gonna they're they, the guillotine's coming down. There you go, everybody. That is what Brady did. It's ninety eight KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Holmberg's morning sickness. Whoops, that's the wrong button. Sorry, John. Oh. Uh, there you go. Uh, it's uh, time now for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense uh, training. The system is unbelievable. It gets you going, gets everybody in. We had the thing with the uh, the folks who are uh, older, I'll say. They did a seminar for the uh, older folks doing a little self-defense. and they Yeah, the grays, the gray belt. They're getting their gray certification and evidently uh it went so well that that's going to happen some more and getting people out there who are of age and again here i am i'm exactly halfway to 100 and uh my skills have diminished as far as running for my life i'm not as fast as i used to be <laughs> how, so fast, what, how fast do you think you can go on those hips oh i'm pretty fast you? you don't want to you don't want to mess around but i'm no i'm not as fast as i used to be it has nothing to do with my hips I'm, oh, I'm, okay. You're not as fast as you used to be. No, either. no, you still I got wasn't your claiming it. I was just yeah. wondering. You get a little older, and you're like, I'm no longer as nimble as I once was. I may think I am. How fast I was with Brady. I've seen you walk. <laughs> if I was a bad guy, I could catch you, and oh. I wouldn't even run out of air. So you wonder to yourself, what am I capable of? And you find out when you go to reactdefense.com what you're capable of. You don't need to be a spry 20-year-old to defend yourself. In fact, they very rarely have to. They're the ones you're usually running from. Uh, but when you're, uh, you know, a regular Joe who's just out and about, maybe you're not in great shape right now. And you're thinking, what happens if somebody jumps me at the Circle K? What do I do about that? Or you fight. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. You haven't done it for years. Find out what you can do. Find out what you're capable of. And more importantly, mentally, what you should be capable of. What I forgot your- to print out an email. I think Brett probably saw it over the weekend. Some guy emails in. He says, hey, um, ask John. He goes, I just want to try out that tactical black, but I yep. need to make sure that they've got, like, padding there and stuff. Because <laughs> somebody yeah. comes at me in that 21-foot rule. I'm going to throw somebody, and they're yeah. my first instinct, and I'm going to do this. And I just emailed them back, and I said, listen. Just go try it. Try it, yeah. because what is what you're you think is happening in your mind yeah. you're, it's not and, happening. and plus, you, you, you'll yeah. have Tony or somebody else at, at yeah. you. And you'll, you'll probably scream yeah. and go, oh, my God, he's right on top yep. of me. Yeah. They, they, Josh will throw you. They don't just run at you and see what you can do. Ah! Yeah, they, There's training involved. They just go down there. All the people who have questions like, well, I'm going to probably bust heads. I'm probably going to crack some skulls if I go down. I'm, I'm, I'm a weapon, and I'm pretty scared I might hurt everybody. Go down there and uh, see. And they'll they, first off, you're not allowed to hurt anybody. Nobody's getting hurt. Second, uh, you'll find out that your brain thinks you're a lot uh, smarter and uh, and... On the spot than you actually are. I like those guys. Hey, I'm not allowed to hurt anybody. What is, I thought they were trainers. I mean, I got to be honest. I want to give it a try. But if there's no padding, I'll probably kill most of everyone in the room. <laughs> I don't think you have and much I'm down there, about. Chief. I want to see yeah. it. Also, you sound super confident. Can we, can we film it? Yeah. I like the attitude. Now, let's temper it Absolutely. and get in there. You're not a victim. I kill people accidentally quite a bit. If there's no pads, a lot of times I've just... I've opened a vein just looking also, at something. And it's not in not, not to mock this guy like you're right. He doesn't yeah. know what he's getting into, no. but I just love how Josh and Jay usually treat those guys with yeah. a little bit of bravado that are in there. Well, they just Okay. Uh, no, they're yeah, okay. Let's yep. see what you got. Yep. Uh, you know, we'll t- you know, teach yeah. you striking skills and things like yep. that. It's great.
Good. You, uh, they I, never underestimate it. Confidence anybody. is an amazing thing. Right. Now, let's hone it. That's basically what they do. Oh, I love people in the email. They're always like, oh, you, I've seen videos of that stuff. I would do this, this, and this. All right. Um, maybe you would. Go down there and find out. Mm-hmm. It's easy to talk. It's Go try like, it. Uh, Whatever yeah. fighting style you have, dragon, tiger, <laughs> Whatever you they, help, they just modify it to apply. <laughs> yes. They hone whatever it is you're good at into what makes you better at being you. That's it. Nobody's out there to win. It's not a sport. It's like, what's that local preacher? Was it Jared Maupin or whatever? Who oh, yeah, the, that trained, The police training, and then he yeah. shot everybody. Screamed and yelled, the police need this, police need that. They can't do it, can't you? I can't believe they'd shoot somebody who's doing this, and then they put him through the test of that uh, gauntlet of that firing yeah. thing where they're popping up innocent people, and he yeah. shot every single like eight, cutout. eight out of ten innocent. Every one of them, and he came out flop sweat on his head. That was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I need to shut the F up about training. That was so incredibly stressful. He shot kids and Everybody. dogs and a cat once, and then like a, he shot a tombstone. He shot anything that popped up. He shot it. And he said, "I may have uh, overstepped my bounds on what exactly it is to be stressed out in that environment." I shot everyone. He turned the gun on himself at one point. Uh, it was he was stressed out. Yeah, no, this isn't a sport. You're not trying to be the toughest guy in the room. You're trying to be the toughest guy in a bad situation, and they put you in situation. Go try it. Just that's it. There's the message today. You think you got all the answers in your head? Maybe you do. Go try it. Let's go see where you're at. Because you could be at zero and you could be at a thousand. Either way, let's see what you got. It's fun. And that's the if best you're at part. If you a thousand, then they need to hire you yes, as a absolutely. Trainer. And they might. They'd yes. come on. This guy knows everything. This is awesome. Maybe. Give it a run. Reactdefense.com. See what you're made of. That's about it. Uh, it's uh, easy to do. Brady, entertain me. Jonathan Majors from Creed 3 and Ooh. Ant-Man 3. Big trouble. He was uh, arrested by the NYPD Saturday after being accused of assaulting a woman during a domestic dispute. Said he choked her and knocked her around, right? Well, his attorney says he's innocent. In fact, we have video footage to prove it, along with testimony from the woman recanting That's her Michael allegations. Yes. In that video. He actually said... Uh, <laughs> she's yeah. confident that the charges will be dropped. Yeah, She's fine. There was pads on the walls. <laughs> but the other thing that he was in, which is interesting, in the meantime, the Army has paused all the be-all-you-can-be ad with campaign with him in it. Was he in the military at one point? Is that why he's doing those? Because he's walking through like the military commercial. I'm like, that's a good guy to get. I believe he's a soldier. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So I mean, otherwise... It is a kind of a cool commercial. Yeah. Did you hear what just happened? It's amazing. Did you hear it? I did. Did you hear it, Brett? I don't know. I'm speechless over that's here. That's a great question, yes. John. <laughs> we were close to hearing... Probably. I don't know. <laughs> but it was awesome. Who are you? What are you doing, Brady? Brady? Where's the real Brady? Here we go. Good job, Grady. But, you know, <laughs> being Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, and he's set to be in the next two Avengers movies. Yeah. Will that affect it? Let's go back on his Twitter and see if he's ever used the word nizzle. <laughs> he's, he can. He's allowed. I don't know. Is nizzle what? okay for... Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It just seems like... Because it's gibberish. It's, it can mean it, whatever you want. Snoop copyrighted? Yeah. I don't know. Remember the story about Gwyneth Paltrow? The uh, skiing one? Going, yeah. She's testifying in court. Well, she testified. And she said the collision on that ski slope, it happened in 2016. Yeah. She said it felt like a sexual assault. Yeah, she thought she was so being... The guy came up from behind her and started uh, grunting in strange yeah. oh, ways geez. and thrusting his hips. How slow was she going? His skis went between hers. Oh. Oh. That's almost like she's inviting Spread him out a little bit. All right. 
I've done that move. She's like, we're going down the slopes, and on all I could hear is that no, guy. No, not on skis, but when you get your legs between theirs, and then you push your feet against mm, their, okay. the, all right. the outside of your feet against the inside of their feet, and they're like, oh, and you, you open them up like it's scissors. Followed by up against the wall, isn't it? No, 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 that's oh. flat on their face. <laughs> they're usually coming to a little right at that moment. <laughs> what is it smell like? What's going on in here? This is like almonds. vanilla and almonds. <laughs> I can't get up. There's weight on me. <laughs> You're free to go. He said she heard a little whisper in her ear. Wow. <laughs> Was it the Nate Sunderland uh, Ski School? The guy's name's Tony Sanderson. Close. Oh. He wants, uh, he wanted $3.1 million originally, but yeah. the judge says you can only do 300000 Right. Gwyneth countersued for a symbolic one dollar yeah. plus They're legal fees. Both claiming the other attacked them. Yeah, on the ski slopes. Well, yeah. yeah he's saying for some reason she collided, she collided with, with him. him on purpose, so he should get three million dollars. And the judge says only and did it and uh, took off. And then yeah, hit and run. Yeah. And then she's saying he dry humped her into the snow and it was dirty. Great news, Kanye loves Jews again. I saw that. And why? Because he watched Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. That's right. Says it made me like Jewish people again. (laughs) No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is a Jew. That's right. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. And he learned that from the first 21 Jump Street movie. He's a little late to the party with that one. How many years ago was that now? (laughs) Kanye was really busy 12 years ago. (laughs) He's just now getting around to his queue up on movies he hasn't seen for the last decade. And that was a, he's a big, you know, he hates the Jews and he thought, I'll give this one one last chance. Now imagine had that movie been, like that movie's terrible. It almost made me hate Jews. Like I, I thought that was boring and awful. Like if, if that's how you judge a movie, because the, whatever the star's religion or ethnicity is, you hate all those people afterwards. I thought 21 Jump Street was terrible. But if it makes you love Jews, then it's got a... A beautiful message, anyway. Would you I give didn't this see a it. Run? Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, rebooting Three's Company. No. Eh, okay. No. I mean, as There's a nothing movie, nothing taboo about it. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, what about no, but... Jack being a gay guy living with two girls? It's Jack wasn't gay. That's what I mean. But he had to oh. play pretend he was gay. That's the whole premise oh, of the right. show. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> the whole Probably. premise of the show was he had to pretend to be gay. Come full circle. Because you couldn't have, he's back. Probably. Thank God. Because Mr. Roper didn't want a straight guy banging two girls and having that place be a, a, a den of debauchery. And Mr. Furley was always and calling then, him a twink. And, and then, then, I mean, just, yeah. <laughs> then the new landlord came in with the exact same set of morals in Malibu that Jack had to continue to be gay or he couldn't live with two women. Jay-Z is now worth $2.5 billion. You can't reboot Three's Company. So what? He's gay. So what? He's not gay. I don't know if I can picture Sandler. No, he, he's not as funny as John. No, Richard doing the physical comedy yeah. and everything. Well, they would have to change Jack to be... Uh, Who'd be Larry? Larry probably still the same guy. <laughs> Larry's probably still the Richard what's his name Klein or whatever his name is upstairs probably the same guy I don't think he could do that anymore because he was a misogynistic Larry pig, Dallas you know? he was yeah. a yeah he he was a womanizer yeah treated women like garbage they were just sex objects to him this was pretty cool a hundred drummers got together in Belgium to play the Foo Fighters My Hero 
to pay tribute to uh, Taylor Hawkins on the anniversary of his death. Is that today? Um, or over the weekend? Over the weekend. Oh, was it? God, that was last March? Holy smokes. All right. And it, it does sound kind of cool. Do you have the clip of that, Rich? It is kind of neat, but it's just, it sounds like one giant drum. You can't really tell. It's a, you have to kind of see it, I guess. It's cool how they filmed it. it. You know, they yeah. put the lighting on it. and Yeah. Because you just start off with this band. Where was it? a four-piece band, I think. In Belgium. I and don't then, know. And there's just there drummers arenas. everywhere. It's a yeah, they huge had a hundred drum sets. I don't know. It's got a cool sound, but this, it doesn't sound like you could have done it with ten, and it probably would have sounded almost exactly the same. A hundred drums is kind of the same as fifty. It's like jelly beans in a jar. I can't guess how many they are by the sound. Is this it? I think it's. No, oh, no, it is. I thought it was an ad at first. Scooch it up a little. Bit. Oh, actually, the beginning is the huge drum part, so. You wouldn't know that's a hundred drums. It's kind of cool when they go to the very beginning and it's just the one drum, and then when it kicks in. Okay, you can tell it's less drum there. There's a whole bunch there. It just gets messy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's more of a visual, cool, but yeah. It's a, it's a nice tribute. Yeah. It's not going to be a hit. There we got the good one. Uh, that's about it, right? We're all done. Nobody going anywhere? Everybody good? All right, good. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's in his tan pants. Larry's the only one in the building allowed to wear those. I have a pair of tan jeans. I can't wear them because I call them my Larry pants. And every time I see them, I'm like, never. It's like the Dixon They're not shirts. really uh, khakis. They're, They're just tan, tan jeans. Dixon. Is owned by Dom down the hall. If any of us wore Dixon to this place, we'd be like, oh, we're all copying Dom style. Larry owns the tan pants. Larry Tan Pants coming up next. Uh, and you guys can get free tickets from him. David Lee Imagers for that. Larry Tan Pants. <laughs> Has to be extra careful when he pees. <laughs> <laughs> Stand over the toilet a little longer in your tan pants. You'll end up with dots. It's true. That's good advice from David Lee. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's got U-Fest tickets. He's got tickets to all sorts of stuff. I think maybe even Megadeth. I don't know. I'm making it up as I go along. I'm pretty sure he's got it all. They're here this week for Bike Week. So many things for Larry to give you. All you have to do is listen and be kind to him. Uh, We're out of here. You guys have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.